good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome in. What's up, everybody? Good evening, everybody. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Welcoming you in on this Sunday evening. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit later. Sorry. Been a, been a crazy couple days. We'll get into it. Right after a Talking Trek server sound off, let's get it on. Captain Oblivious kicking us off on server 29, winding down the arc and the weekend here on server 29. Thank you, Stradalorian on 9, JT Bob on 156, Hunter on 28, Andy Dandy on server 31, Grumpy Old Data Chief on 27. What's up? Welcome into the show. Beat for the Gods on 17. Thank you, Commander Taylor on server 192. Thank you. Uh, Archangel Cito also on 15. Bad Intentions on 199 and 201. One Borg 104 on server 16. Ivana Ivana 136. Mosher on 181. Thank you. Iron Chef Aloha from server 14. What's up out there in Hawaii? Thank you for being here. Uh, Captain Planet on server 167. Thank you. Joker on server 16. First time ever reporting in to a Talking Trek server sound off as an ops level 30. Congratulations to you, sir. Appreciate you being here. Jazzmeister on 166 and uh, server 7. Server 7? All right. Is that a thing? I guess it is. <laughs> I, I don't remember the like the early, early ones, Bubba. I know. Crazy. You're on, you're on server. No, let's see. Who was it? Gregor is on server 8 or server 9? Nine? 9, I think, maybe. Nine, Nine, I believe. Nine, yeah. That's honestly the earliest one that I knew. I was like, is there a server four? I don't think there is. Uh, what's up? Server 200, Tame Devil. Uh, Gopher on 130. Thank you, Subcommander on 32. Jerry Ryan on 146. LA Ravager on 44. Noon Whistle, server 29. Vespa Man on 146. Gator on 28. Hammerhead on 175. Scooby on server 9. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. DJ Girl on server 8. Shinzola, 153. Royal Power on 36. B-Row, server 24. Thank you. Big Bad Ed on server 30. Thank you, General Chaos on 187. Thank you, Ransusi on 27. McDougal joining us from server 28. Forgetful on server 29. Thank you, Paulo on server 34. Appreciate you being here. King Turkey on 181. Nudist on server 24. Welch on 62. Says that he's getting merged on Tuesday. Is that a thing too? Are there server merges happening? I, You know, I did actually get a, a message about some server merges. But it is interesting to me, Bubba, because a lot of the people saying that they're getting merged are not on my list. <laughs> I've got a list. But um, it doesn't appear to contain, for example, 63 says Anakin 63 is getting merged but that's not on my list I don't know I don't know what's happening with that Bubba Joe well well maybe maybe uh maybe he's being unmerged <laughs> are you are you being unmerged Anakin are you is your server just being deleted uh from all it's <laughs> being deleted from oblivion um BK says I have done my part to start terrible rumors regarding merges <laughs> that's fantastic thank you uh, Paterix, uh, Paterix, Terix says, "Give us the list. I'll give you the list. Yeah, I don't have, I don't have a problem uh, giving you the list. I'll, I'll do it right after uh, the stupid news. Uh, I'll tell you, Bubba. I'm starting a little bit later today, and uh, I'll, I'll just be straight up honest with you, guys. I feel like poo poo. I feel like straight up poo poo. 
Uh, Bubba, I sent you a message last night. As a matter of fact, I was going to try to get in day four of our seven-day blitz on Twitch last night. And yep. uh, it was probably about three or four o'clock in the afternoon yesterday when I started I started feeling really rough, Bubba. I ain't going to go into the into the nasty details, but there were, in fact, nasty details. Uh, and, and I left work early. I came home. Um, went to bed probably... I think I laid down probably around 6.30, maybe. Bubba Joe's 6.30, 6.45. Didn't wake up until like probably a little after midnight. Had some more nasty details. Went back to bed. Woke up again. More nasty details. It was, it, it was just it was a very rough night. Uh, then I woke up this morning feeling terrible. I had aches and pains. Like, you know, I have, I've heard this. I don't understand that some people can can lie in bed all the time like all day long i get i think no yeah I, I don't understand that either it's like restless like i ache from just being still you know like and i don't know how to describe that feeling it it's like i hurt and ache because i can't move but then if i move it hurts and aches so i got up last night at like two o'clock two thirty in the morning went outside and just kind of walked around a little bit that that wasn't good that didn't help anything Came back to bed, slept in. Today's just been rough. I told Bubba earlier today, I said, you know, I, I think I am going to try to do a show this evening only because I would have felt really bad not doing this show because Wednesday I have to work again. So I don't know 100% that I'm going to do a show Wednesday or if I do, it's going to be a late show. Um, my work schedule's off this week. Tuesday I'm actually off work. So I could do the show a day early and do it Tuesday, Bubba Joe. And then maybe not something on Wednesday. I just don't know yet. I, I'm really kind of married to the... You know, people say that I don't do a schedule. Uh, like, for example, Rev is giving me grief because I'm not willing to set a schedule for Twitch. And I'm like, man, I, the schedule just doesn't work for me, you know. But one thing I am kind of married to is doing my best to try to do shows on on Sundays and Wednesdays. That's, that's what I've always yep. done with this show. So we might do something Wednesday. It'll just be late because I do have to work uh, until 7 an hour and a half drive home so that's happening but today just i would have felt bad then canceling too because i don't know what wednesday holds i'm telling you man just i'm sitting here right now i'm not even i'm not even kidding you guys i'm soaked in sweat it's not hot in here (laughs) it's not hot bubba joe all right but i am you gotta get the ac on oh god well i mean no because then i freeze i get chills like it's it's bad. I, I tried to do some broth earlier. Like, when was the last time somebody just just drank broth? Like, I know that that is supposed um, to be a thing, right? If you're feeling sick, you're supposed to week. do that. Really? You were sick last week? You just yeah. did the broth thing? I I yep. did some broth earlier today, and I thought, okay, well, this is – I haven't eaten in literally – I have not eaten solid food in over 24 hours, not hungry, but – I said, you know what? I need to get something, so I'll try the broth. That didn't work. Nasty details. Yada, yada, yada. So here I am, just sitting here, soaked in sweat. Uh, of course, not wearing pants, because that's how we do the show. I wouldn't have worn pants Obviously. today anyway, Bubba, because I'm burning up. All right. Steve, I don't know. Can cats get the flu? This cat has a f- I guess. I don't know. I don't think it's a flu. I don't think I've had a fever. I did take my temperature last night. It was normal. So... <sighs> you know, yeah, just rough couple of days. But I'm here, and I told Bubba Joe he was going to be pretty much running the show. I'm just going to click buttons. 
All right. So, okay. <laughs> there we go. So we're skipping the stupid news. Uh, time for your stupid news, everybody. <laughs> stupid <laughs> news. <laughs> time for your news. I, I've got that in me. I can do the news. <laughs> I tried. I tried, Fulk. I he tried, did. Ripper. He tried. Where is Ripper? Oh, I need to message Ripper. It, it might be a little bit late. He may not be up. There, I sent him a, a PM. He might intentionally be trying to skip the news. That's possible. Uh, Opera says, Mrs. DJs is going to make you stay out in your apartment. That's honestly already done. Checked off the list. I've been out here. She was like, you're not coming in here if you've got a virus. Stay stay away. So I, <laughs> I haven't, haven't even been in my house. I did go in earlier just to take a shower, hoping that would help. No dice. I just got dizzy. Almost fell. Almost fell in the shower and hit my hit my noggin. Uh, anyway. terrible. Yeah, oh, dude. It's it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. All right. But I did I did take some time to put together some news for you, Bubba Joe. Uh, like this one. This is fantastic, actually. A college in Utah uh, is, offer, is offering a pornography class, Bubba Joe, where students will well, literally sit and watch pornography together. That's that's happening. All right. They got the idea from reading New York City's curriculum for kindergartners, I believe, is what happened uh, over there in Utah. Yeah. Listen, I I got to be honest. All right. No joke. Just thinking out loud here. Is that is that something that you need classroom time for, Bubba Joe? I mean, because in college, don't don't you do plenty of that in your own time? Like, do you want to do that in the classroom, too? Too, I mean, as in do you get credit for it? I, I suppose so. I don't know. What 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 category of, of learning would that fall under? No, I'm saying if you're doing it just Math? on your own, do you get credit for that? No, oh, this well. this is something you can this is gonna look good on our resume. Is it? Is it gonna look great on a resume? Yeah, I've got an got an no. A A in pornography <laughs> class. Yeah, that's that's what we studied. Uh Rita Aura uh, is in the news showing off her fit figure in Instagram this past week, Bubba Joe, sharing photos of herself. Rocking a teeny tiny black bikini on a sandy beach. And let me just say, I did, in fact, study these photos thoroughly for the sake of the show. So you are welcome. Uh, in the <laughs> in these pics, the 31-year-old British singer rubbed mud all over her face and body, including her thighs, stomach, chest, and arms. It's the first time, honestly, Bubba Joe, I've ever heard Snake Eyes say he wishes he were actual mud. Like, handsome, <laughs> sure. Rich, obviously. Yeah, all those things. Never heard, I wish I was dirt. All right, that's <laughs> that came out of Snake Eyes this, this past week. Yeah, wish I was actual dirt. Boxing legend Mike Tyson got into a fist fight with another passenger on a commercial flight this past week. Luckily, the airline offered to stop Mike Tyson from hitting other customers in exchange for an additional fee of $49.99. The other passenger said it was actually refreshing to be harassed by Mike Tyson instead of the other flight attendants, as per usual. <laughs> He, he, oh, must, he, he must fly DJ, Spirit Airlines. The uh, he was yeah. flying Spirit Airlines. He was flying Spirit Airlines, all right? He didn't hit him hard enough. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, this is serious news. Hey, investors out there, people who uh, who like money, uh, who, who like money, who doesn't like money, uh, if, you, if you invest, then here's some news for you. Netflix is in the news and having some trouble with their uh, stocks. This past week, Bubba Joe reporting a loss of 200,000 subscribers during the first quarter, Bubba Joe. A first ever decline in paid users in over 10 years. 
Bubba Joe, that's serious business right there. Netflix reporting a loss of subscribers for the first time in 10 years. Actually, it's kind of an impressive statistic, really, in and of itself. Continual solid growth for 10 years, but lost subscribers in their first one. And naturally, Netflix stock is reacting harshly after the company reported this news. Uh, luckily, they can still earn money by competing in a life or death game of red light, green light, perhaps. That might be a, might be a thing. Yeah, uh, as disasters go, analysts put this as an 8 on a scale of 1 to CNN+. Plus. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's... I wasn't, I wasn't going to read about this because I don't like to wade too heavily into political news, but CNN Plus, 23 days. 23 days. I have to imagine that it took longer than 23 days for them to plan and get that operation off the ground. The CNN Plus feed lasted 23 days and then shut down. That happened. I didn't listen. No, no joke. I just observed that. I didn't write anything for it because I wasn't planning on going with it. But since y'all brought up CNN Plus, uh, yeah, 23 days. It's crazy. Absolute vodka. I've never understood CNN Plus to begin with. Well, I mean, what content did they have? Obviously, you could get the news anytime by tuning into their network, but they must have had something different. Or maybe they didn't. I don't know. Maybe that's why they struggled. Does the other one have a news? Like, see, Discovery Plus has a thing, but they're not really news, I guess. Fox News has a thing, right? Isn't it called, like, Fox Digital or something like that? They've got a thing. <laughs> Archangel says, you have more viewers than CNN and better content. Thank you. That, that's... <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, listen, I'm not going to argue with you on that. Thank you. Absolute Vodka is in the news, throwing a virtual party, Bubba Joe, that's taking place only in cyberspace. The party takes place in the metaverse where users can mix virtual absolute cocktails with imaginary ingredients. So the only thing getting wasted will be your time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, although uh, they still might contain these virtual drinks containing more. Uh, really? How did Bubba Joe sneak a punchline into my news? All right, fine. Uh, these virtual drinks still contain more alcohol than Coors Light. Thanks. Who got... <laughs> How did that happen? You know, funny story. Funny story. Snake Eyes hacked my stupid news here about a week ago. I logged into my file and was starting to prepare stupid news, and there was a bunch of other, like, pictures and memes and, and punchlines in my stupid news file. I know he got in there. He did that. Bubba Joe, taking some lessons from Snake Eyes, hacking my, hacking my stu stupid news file, I, I see. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, you know, funny enough, I... Um, this is not in the stupid news. I'm just going to share this story with you here. Let me turn this off. Um, you know, this past week, Bubba Joe, I got a YouTube video. Like, you know, one of the pop-ups, like they, you know, show recommended and suggested videos and things like that on your YouTube. And one of them was a video of Saturday Night Live's Colin Jost and uh, Michael Che. And I've said before that I'm not usually, like, I'm not a big fan of, of, of Colin Jost. All right, right? I'm not... I've said that before. Like, I didn't think in what I have seen... Because I don't watch Saturday Night Live really anymore. It's like it's on way past my bedtime. And I don't watch the, the reruns. So maybe it was just some clips that I'd seen. I wasn't a big fan or whatever. I watched this video, and I literally had tears crying uh, with laughter. Like, I might have to... I might be forced to turn around my opinion on him. Maybe I just some of the stuff that I'd seen hadn't been really good, Bubba. But I saw this video, and I was just dying laughing. Then I watched another... Then I watched another, and I'm thinking, okay, 
this guy this guy's all right he's actually pretty funny and what i learned about this through all this bubba joe is that he writes like all of his own material with one exception like he writes okay. he is a he's apparently an excellent writer because he writes like the the what do they what do they call it on saturday night live the weekend update him and michael che yes. write that whole thing all by themselves they don't have anybody help them it's just those two all right which from a creation standpoint is automatically like you know you get bonus points from me i know as you guys can tell writing is very difficult <laughs> sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't maybe bubba joe with colin's stuff i've just maybe seen some of the stuff that didn't really resonate with me but some of these videos were really really good and i learned that they write all their own stuff with one exception bubba which is something phenomenal that maybe we should try on this show if you're up for it or karkin maybe i don't i don't know if bubba would be up for this one day but they started doing a segment here not long ago bubba where they would write jokes for each other all right and and they would not let each other see the jokes before they read them on television all right but they were incredibly incredibly racist all right so so you saw colin jost reading these jokes uh about black people and you saw michael che reading these jokes about white people and it was so funny just because like first of all wow so taboo like you would know but because the other person had written the jokes for their partner it was so funny it was very cringeworthy captain planet says i saw it it was super cringe and it really was i couldn't believe that it actually went out on national television bubba joe but i was dying laughing watching how uncomfortable each of them were reading these jokes <laughs> so it was really funny and then when i saw my stupid news i thought bubba joe is, is trying to have a michael chain moment he's trying to write a joke for me about my choice of beer maybe we could try that one time i you know because not to be i don't want to be a copycat but i would totally copy that <laughs> i would copy that in a heartbeat it was very funny anyway um yeah yeah scooby and and they it they did it was it was funny it it was very naughty very funny um, and then it caused me to watch other videos of them. So, you know what? Listen, Colin, cause I know you listen to the show. You're a big fan. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. I, uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed, <laughs> yes, obviously, obviously he does. Obviously, uh, I really enjoyed some of the YouTube videos and I started watching a bunch more. I've probably watched two or three hours of weekend update in the last, uh, in the last week or so, Bubba Joe. And really truthfully, like it's pretty good. Maybe that's what I need to do is just watch like the condensed versions and not the ones that are on the actual show because right. you know maybe that's maybe that's where i failed but man it was it was really really good robotech says michael che is never uncomfortable in that segment yeah you know, i don't know man he kind of was all right he kind of was it was really really fun uh watching oh my gosh the black superman joke did you guys watch that mm. that was listen just go and, and google you can google it it's really really funny you'll thank me later uh good afternoon welcome in everybody appreciate it um appreciate you guys all being here this is talking trek star trek fleet command's official podcast where we spent the first 15 minutes talking about broadcast tv 20 minutes in fact it looks like bubba joe uh you're gonna have to work extra hard to keep me on the rails tonight all right i know that we've got some stuff that we want to talk about but my brain is scattered i'm tired uh but there is some things that we got to get done as a matter of fact we are here in between the arcs 
Uh, I, I'm not technically. You know what? Someone tried to trick me into that earlier. That's right. He tried. They tried. We're not between the arcs yet. Not technically. That's right. We have oh. uh, we have exactly what eighteen hours and seven minutes. Mark, uh, eighteen hours and seven minutes left in the show, uh, or left in the. I was going to say in the show. show we I'm going to need to get something to drink. <sighs> I'm going to need to go get more broth. Uh, <laughs> this is where my head is. Uh, so yeah, and left in the arc, uh, which means that there are no hints to give today. Although given my state of mind, wouldn't surprise me if something ended up spilling. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll just take that as it comes. But Bubba, we do have a few things that we can talk about today, including the wrap up of lower decks. Uh, this arc really kind of felt to me a little bit more it was intended to be lighthearted it was intended to be a little bit more relaxed i believe and and i kind of felt that now i i know that some people may not have there were some leaderboards there were some grindy leaderboards i didn't play in any of those <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't i you know i don't do a whole lot of super grindy stuff usually i didn't play in many of those uh so what i felt from this arc was exactly what I believe they intended, which was just a little bit of lightheartedness, a little bit of comedy, humor, a little bit of fun, a little bit of, of laid back, uh, and and probably some decent rewards. I know that that was subjective. Uh, Bubba, I don't know that, that we're ever going to say that you had decent rewards um, in the 52-plus area or 51-plus, but uh, I also know that there was, what, a 36 through 39 bracket that got repeatedly hammered on with their ticketed events. I don't even know what happened with that. And, and I don't know why they couldn't have gotten corrected because uh, I know it was reported. But, you know, there, there were a few segmenting things here and there. Overall, I felt like the arc was good. I do want to talk about officer sourcing a little bit later because, uh, daggone, I, I, I feel like I did really well. I feel like I did really, really well with what the arc handed me this month as far as the officers. Uh, so really, we'll, yeah, which I know is is strange, uh, given that we didn't have a meta this month. And and I will say this: part of this, I will, and I'm going to share this. Part of this was what happened right here. Throwing an image into our chat room right now, which I'll also throw into the graphics room in a moment. This happened to me today, and I was shocked and appalled because things like this never happened to me. Take a look at that right there, Bubba Joe. Hey, you got the badge shards. That's a big deal. I did, yes, that was the most important piece of that entire screenshot were uh, the badge shards. Uh, but no, nah, take a look at that. 60 shards of Beckett Mariner, which was so awesome. Obviously, you're, you're now trying to win the leaderboard. Uh, there's no chance. I'm not going to be able. I, I I might finish top ten, which you could is, have a tier three Mariner. I don't like want shenanigans in the world to have there's, a tier three Mariner. I I know I would be probably well, you know, at least one of the early ones. I'm sure somebody's going to end up with a tier three. There were three auctions this month, Bubba. Are you not going to end up with a tier three? No, you had to get lucky pulls like that. Oh yeah, because tier, tier three would tier only three, get two forty shards. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I can tell you right now, I'm not going to win. There's no way. (laughs) First first place has 16.6 million points, and I only have 6 million, and I'm in 10th place. Now, I figure 
that if I would somehow be able to finish out in fifth place, that'd be 40 shards. Um, that'd get me a little closer. But, I mean, no, listen, even with, even with a win, Bubba, I would not get 240 shards. Right? No, because I've got 63 out of 240. So is that all you have? Are because it looked like you already had sixty-two, and that you got sixty. Was that? Yeah, that's looking like you're now at one hundred and twenty-three. I am not. Yeah, here. I am not here. I'll show you. I'll show you my Mariner now. Um, you know, actually, you're right though. Doesn't that usually those shards usually don't yeah. update? But here is my Correct. Mariner. Yeah, here's my Mariner right now, uh, at seventy-two. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. It depends. Kind of strange. Look, oh. Dragon Keeper got to tier two. Uh, on the other hand, JT Bob not experiencing the same level of luck. Um, well, tier two, tier two is if you did well in a couple in in all three auctions, you could pretty easily get to tier two. Not to mention there were twenty seven shards sourced in ticketed events, so that's not bad. And then twenty more shards of Beckett Mariner in the uh, treasury if you did in the uh, lockbox if you did that. True. Yeah, I felt that Mariner was sourced exceptionally well. And the other two, not at all. Well, um, yeah, so I ended up with uh, only a Tier 1 Boimler, but I do have uh, shards towards Tier 2. Actually, decent. I'm only 10 shards shy of Tier 2. And crazy enough, Badgie. Badgie, I am... (laughs) I am... 31 shards away from tier two. So funny, Bubba Joe, that they were sourced in the exact opposite order of what they usually are. The uncommon was the least available, and the epic was the most available. Um, now, yeah, you know, DJ, I remember you told us Badgie's going to be sourced liberally. liberally. Liberally is what I said. Scopely wanted to make um, a fool out of me, I apparently. Think, I, think we have, I think we have to discuss on what that word actually means. <laughs> Are we adding a new Scopely is definition? That, yeah. I, I was going to say, is that like the epic rewards you that should we got be, uh, in the first time Borgrand? Are we going to add the word liberally to the <laughs> definition book of epic? Uh, perhaps, maybe we should. Uh, it, and, and don't forget about soon. Yeah, well, they've they've never come out and corrected themselves on that one. But I I will probably have to ask him about this because it is strange. Badgie was the least available, uh, and it was an uncommon officer. That said, um, I still got it unlocked, and uh, Boimler's unlocked, and and Mariner is unlocked. and, And I don't feel like I did anything crazy exceptional this month. I did place well in the Ultra Spend leaderboard. Um, I did not, I don't think I bought Boimler. Did I? I don't think I did because I really didn't like that pack, to be honest with you, BK. I was not a big fan of that. It was events. Did you get the $100 BP pack or? I did buy the $100 BP, which I always do. All right. So it was probably 25 shards, you know, there. Uh, and I also did very well in both Borg events, Bubba Joe. I chased those. All right. I finished third place in the first one. I think I finished fifth place in the second one. Uh, so I got some Boimler shards there. I, I did really well with both of those solo leaderboards. So I, I know that I picked up, I think, like eight or nine or ten shards out of those. That said, um, I personally am not wildly disgusted with my progression on these officers, especially not that of Beckett Mariner. Uh, I was curious, and I've seen in the chat a little bit uh, that some players 
are going to be very, very close. Let me ask this. For example, Ravager, okay? You got Badgie unlocked. You've got Boimler unlocked. You're 11 shards shy of Mariner as of this point. I presume that you're done with your SMS, that you got your, your paired SMS out of the way. So you, unless you you have something going on in the auction that ends tomorrow, I would assume you're going to end up with about 11 shards out. Um, I have to ask, Bubba, and, and I have to, to force myself to observe this, without an officer meta, somebody missing the epic by 11 shards, is that... Is that wild? Like, is that bad? I mean, for some of the people who have missed it a lot, okay? K21 says, I missed it by 19. Robotech missed it by 33. Okay, a little bit more there. Uh, Let's see, who else do we have? You guys throw them up in there. If you missed Mariner, what did you miss by? Because I have to think, Bubba, that in the absence of a meta, this is not terrible sourcing. For an epic officer. Still need like 60 shards. 60, her. okay. Uh, well, that's, yeah, that's a little rough, I guess. But Karkin, how did how much did you engage? Did you do your tickets? Um, what did you, were you able to complete all the metas or, or all the SMSs rather? Tell, tell me about your path towards Beckett this month. Did the SMSs, didn't do any tickets. Um, was going to, gain partial in auction one and um i was going to try and get partials in one two and three but as soon as it switched to ultras um a lot more people jumped into one which and i had no chance for two with the ultras and then right now with three it looks like i'm not going to score either so these scores are crazy high 16 million that's what's leading my bracket right now. First place, Bubba Joe, is 16 million points. What about you, Rip? What about yours? It's pretty crazy. It does feel really high. Um, I mean, obviously, I cannot give an exact number. Yeah, ballpark it. Give me a bracket, like 12 to 17 million or, you know, 4 to 6 million. <laughs> he can't it, give a number. Does the then, number have eight digits uh, or does it only it is, have seven it is, digits? It is less than 10. Less than 10 million. And you can't do that because then, then people would know what server he's on, Bubba Joe. Process of elimination. Sorry, Rip. Can't well, ask that. Say seven digits versus eight digits, right? Is it <laughs> below 10 million or is it above 10 million, right? That's that's not giving anything away. I, no, no. That's why I said it's it's less than 10 million. Wow. Right. Look at server 29. Captain Oblivious showing himself in first place with 38 million points. You know... If I didn't spend the last 24 hours yakking my guts out, I'd play the sound effect for it, Bubba, but I don't, I don't want to accidentally do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I don't want to accidentally... I don't want to fake gag and then absolutely gag, like, in for reals. Wow, 38 million points. That might be so the highest... 87. 80... What? That might be the highest I've ever seen. 87 J-Berg. million? Jayberg did 87 million? No, no, but Jayberg showed a screen. But the top one is 87 million. Oh. Yeah, Jayberg is at 8 million. 87 million. I mean, wow. Why? So let's go back to last week's episode. Jayberg, what bracket is that? Is that, a, is that include 49 or is that a 50 plus? It's got to be a 50 plus, right? Well, I mean, I mean 49 is a ton of mass. It is. It's like, 
I don't know if you, if you were to just be forty nine and then go into fifty, that was like I think three hundred thousand mats. I think you could conceivably spend. Dang. Yeah. I I'm just you know God wow, thirty one million points on server twenty two in his bracket. That's crazy. So let me let me circle back because I had a lot of people listen to the last show, Bubba, and send me a message and said, "Do you really, do you really genuinely believe?" that these lower deck abilities are actually good in the game. All right? I guess maybe they thought... Fair question. I guess they thought maybe I was just being a shill. You know, maybe. Uh, no, I responded, well, I responded no, with, no, I actually I do genuinely think that they're good. I mean, I really, really do feel that way. So I don't, I I don't think not. you have to take that as, as being a shill. I think that, you know, you spend time on the show talking about what the benefits of certain things are, Right. Whether or not they're absolutely critical for every player, or they're just no-brainer good for every player, um, we went over the cons you know, too. Yeah, so, so I think that fair... the learning. I think the learning you did. Sometimes people are like, "All right, I get it. I see the use. Is this something I really should go invest in?" And, and uh, you know, I, I've fielded questions like that. You know, I've seen questions like that, and it's a legitimate question, right? They the, at least they're hearing you. They're saying, "Okay, I, I'm listening to what you're saying." Now I, I'm really like, do you think this is going to be huge or do you think this is like the introductory that's going to get better, right? Because a lot of times when we have a new feature come out, like the introductory is kind of like so-so and then the ones that follow on are really good, like skins for, for, for half a second and projectiles. Like the first couple that came out were, yeah, we're testing the waters and the ones that came out after that, uh, they weren't great, but they were significantly better than what came first. Uh, I agree with that, but the the reason that my expectations are tempered with these officers, and we talked about this in the very first week of this arc, Bubba, was that they couldn't have an ability that was going to be game-breaking because these are not a situation where you can choose an ability. These are adding more abilities. So you couldn't have... I mean, you could. There are things that you could do uh, that would be like super you know, amazing, like loot rep uh, or loot gain, you know, like five of 10 or Jordy, you know, with reputation or, or loot or this or that. I mean, there's other things that you could do with these officers. Um, people, I believe, looked at, you know, damage, which is truthfully one of the most researched areas of this game, Bubba. Damage is one of the things where, we experience the law of diminishing returns on a great degree of scale, right? We really do. Sure. Um, yep. So we had that. Then we had mitigation and piercing, right? And both of those are very, very heavily researched. So I think that people look at these at these abilities somewhat, you know, on the surface without really scratching in, without really diving in, and they're like, okay, well, we took three of the most researched categories in this game. And even if the percentages are good, it ain't going to move the needle that much. Uh, I believe the difference for me this month came in the fact that these were additive abilities, meaning that I, I could take what I've already got, all that research I've already got, and add one on. You know, in the case of Badgie, it might have been whatever it was, 13%, which is not a whole lot. But, you know, that's about one level, maybe two levels of research, depending on where you are. Beckett Mariner... I mean, aside from the, the new Starships tree, we've never had a research that gives 100%, unless it was a prime. So I feel like some of these are, 
I feel like some of these are are probably better than we might be giving them credit for right up front. But I mean, I know some people are are seeing it. I'm using them. I'm I'm running all of them right now. All three of them are on the same ship, actually, Papa Joe. So I'm running now. Franklin, eh? <clears throat> uh, no, no, because I don't have enough under deck slots on that one. Um, no, crazy enough, it's running minor defense. I've got it on a minor that I'm going over cargo with. <laughs> All right. No, that's a silly thing, right? That's a silly thing to think about, Bubba Joe. But, I mean, how many times do miners get blown up when they actually stand a chance? How about the Meridian? The Meridian is a miner that can actually stand up to, to you know, a Vidar, for example, right? We've talked about that in the past. Yeah, but that's about all it stands up to. Okay. You, know, you bring a Sally or something, it's it's going down quick. I don't disagree. But if there is an area of this game where I can find a little bit of benefit in, today with these officers, it's on the lower deck of my Meridian. First of all, I'm not struggling to get stats on that ship. All right. So if I can run a little bit of extra battle ability to maybe help me survive a Meridian or a, a Vidar attack, and it's working. <laughs> it, I mean, it is working. I've defeated like three Vidars today. That they've attacked me, you know. So I mean, I know that that's silly, really. But you want you want to look for a real time way that that could possibly maybe help you out today. Well, that's one. That's where I'm using it. All right, General Chaos. Who does under deck on a minor? I actually usually don't. I've told you guys that I don't. Right. But now that I've got abilities, <laughs> I mean, before before we got all the extra crew, I rarely had a crew on a minor. Like, I mean, <laughs> well, I, I'd have, I'd have, you know, you'd have, you had ju- almost enough miners, almost enough mining officers to have one of each, right? You could have uh, 10 of 11 on one ship, and then you could have the originals on each of their ships. You know, you could have, a, you know, a, a gas on a, a Antares and so on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you were stuck, right? If you wanted to have more miners than that, you didn't have any other. So if you're you're putting Mbenga on a ship or something, right, to just make sure it can go out, or or you're putting, you know, Cadet Scotty if it needs that extra five warp, right? So, um, but now we have an overabundance of mining crews. So, you know, yeah, I mean, crewing them up. But I agree, under decks are, you know... It, if you if you are mining in an area where you uh, are probably going to go over and you want to make sure you have that first win, right? Because a miner, it's really unlikely a miner is going to win two battles, right? But if oh, you can sure. get that yeah. first win with a sliver of health so you can get that notification and send it home, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 I don't uh, – and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, listen, you know, they haven't been – you know, making me stand up to tier six pylums or anything like that. But I found a, a use case that I can actually see tangible results with mine. And and again, I, I know I don't normally crew an underdeck of a miner. Or if I do, I do it with a handful of lower officers. And why might I do that? Why might I use a bunch of low-level tier one uncommons, potentially? Or, or maybe get this, maybe a tier five uncommon, Bubba Joe? but only level five or level 10. Why might I do that on a mining crew? Sounds crazy. Ravager says useless, but why? Why would I? We just talked about it last week. You said how important it was. Why should somebody, why should somebody crew a miner under deck? Mm. Get your bonuses. There you go. Thank you. 
Yeah, listen, I put enough officers on there just to get my ship bonuses, and why might I do that? Listen, it's not because my cavort is going to stand up to an Enterprise, all right? But it could be enough, possibly, to stand up against another cavort. Let me ask some of you late 30s, early 40s, especially if you're mining in, in deep space, right, or dark space or whatever they call it. What is it actually called? Is it dark space? Deep space. It's deep space, isn't it? I don't even know. Anyway, all right. You're mining in a system that has fog of war. Is it dark? Whatever. Why am I? Am I the only one losing Bubba, or is it me? Uh, no, it's 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 him. It's Bubba. By the way, just I was gonna I say it's called dark space because you can't see into it. Oh, maybe I don't know. I you know I don't know what it's actually called. To be perfectly frank with you, I don't, I don't know. Um. By the way, uh, Bubba, we lost you a second ago, but now we got you back. But I would say, I, I am going to say this super quick. I I thought that it could have been me because I'm so used to it being me, but it would have been the first time, Rip, in like the last week because I finally got my Ethernet adapter for Starlink, and it works so good. My internet out here nice. is screaming, man. Like, it's awesome. I, by the way, complete side note. Let me ask anybody who's got Starlink, let me ask you a question. Complete sidebar, Sorry. I have noticed that my cellular device gets way worse internet speeds wirelessly than like my computers do. Is that a thing? Yes. Is it because really? Because based on the Wi-Fi speed. Is it really? Dude, but you know what? My studio computers, none of them are plugged up. They're all running Wi-Fi. But I'm getting three times faster speed on my PC than I am on my cellular phone. Like, it depends on what on what your Wi-Fi is on your phone. That is generally not surprising. Okay. Well, yeah. I just wondered, because when I got it, I tested it on my phone. I'm like, oh, well, that's not super great. Like, I thought it was really kind of poopy. I was like, man, this is Starlink is what everybody's been talking about. I was getting like 30 down and five up. I'm like, well, God, I'm going to keep it because that's exactly what I was getting before. And I'm paying, you know, twice the price. So I was like, you know, I'll go with Starlink for another reason that's cheaper. But then I got out here on the computer, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's screaming fast. I'm getting like 120 down and like 30 up. It's insane. I got cable speeds for like the first time ever. Gopher Starlink is, uh, is Elon Musk's new satellite internet service. It's insane. Like, wow. It's really, really cool. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll rein it back in. I was just curious. Yeah, man, my phone doesn't seem to do very good on, on, on that Wi-Fi. Like, it's capped out. But my TV's great. My studio computers are fantastic. Like, I'm having a grand old time out here with my Starlink. It's great. Anyway, all right, uh, going back. Where, where were we? <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, deep space. This is what I was going to say. Guys, when you're, when you're mining deep space, dark space, fog of war, <laughs> if you're going up to mine in fog of war, do you typically send a warship? Because I don't. When no. I'm sending miners out, when I'm sending miners out to go mine in deep, dark, desolate space, I'm just sending the miner. So, question, Bubba Joe. Why might you want to crew a miner with underdeck statistics, even on a traditional miner? And I don't mean, listen, I don't mean your best officers. As a matter of fact, I go with my mm. worst, cheapest officers, because I've got five, four, five under deck slots, so I'll just go with the lowest ranked officers that I can 
that will still get me my ship stat bonuses. Why? Here's... You can knock someone off a node. Ah. What if, what if the system is full? What if there's somebody on a zero? Or if there's somebody on, on a cargo, uh, over cargo? But I'm not going to spend another six minutes sending up a warship. Right? This is an area that you won't be able to see in the game. You can't scan somebody and see what they're stacked on the lower deck. I mean, you can kind of, but not really. Right, Rip? We have learned over the years we can't really trust the math. All right? Right now, if you've got a, if you've got a, a, a ship up in a system, you could scan somebody. You surely could. And, for example, I could take a look at this cat right here. I'm not going to read his name. Uh, but if I were looking for a node and this guy right here, take a look here. I'll put this in the graphics room as well. If I was looking for a node and this guy is over cargo and I've only got my mining ship up there, Bubba Joe, would I feel confident in attacking this guy? Somebody, anybody, would I feel confident? He doesn't have full stat bonuses. All right. And the difference between 120 and 300% is probably decently significant. Yeah. I know that I've always said, don't go, you know, don't, you don't need to crew your miners with under decks. And, and, and even you go back a year, Bubba Joe, and I would have said and did say, I don't crew my under decks at all. But we've added 40 new officers in the last year. Well, 35 to 40, give or take. All right. There's officers to spare now, folks. That might be a strategy that has somewhat slightly changed. Listen, they don't need to be big. They don't need to be big. All right. But just look at the lower end of your officer carousel and add some officers on that lower deck and see what it can do for you stat wise. All right. Brett says, you know what? A lot of them go on away teams. Absolutely. I do the same thing. All right, which is why I wouldn't ordinarily want to crew my miners. But I go all the way to the end of the spectrum. All the way to the end of the scale, buddy. All right. I, I mean, I might, I'm not kidding you. Here, let me see. Oh, I can't see it right now because I'm in space. I don't think, I can't see my under deck if I'm in space, can I? You can't even see your under deck unless you're in no, dock. Unless you're dock. Yeah. Um, I can tell you right now, I probably have Koth and maybe Komal. And maybe once uh, the girl in Khan's crew, not Marla McGivers, the no, it's not Khan's crew. What's the one we get on Swarm Sunday? The rare helmet officer, Mara. Uh, Mara. Mara. Mara lives on a minder under deck for me. I never use her anywhere else. All right. I mean, literally, I've never needed to use her anywhere else. Her stats are meh. She's actually relatively universal in her stats. She doesn't specialize in any one category. So putting her on a minor under deck allows me to be a little bit more spread even, right? I don't need necessarily a big, a big boost on attack, Bubba Joe. I need, I need it to be relatively even, so to speak. I don't, you know, here's another one that I don't typically do on a mining under deck. I used to, uh, is Gary Mitchell. All right. Gary Mitchell is now very much a generic use for away teams because he's an epic. Uh, but he was also very, very even. All right. He was very, very even. Uh, you know what? Fair point. K 21. I haven't started that assignment yet. Um, 
I probably won't start that one just because it's Romulan credits and I've got almost a million of those. But yeah, fair point. And, and that's why I say, that's for me. You guys are going to have to look and see what you, you want to do. But the point is, look at your minor underdeck. Look at all the officers that you've added. All right. And see if there's a way that you can, in fact, get a few stat bonuses there. If I'm looking, if I'm up in deep space and I'm looking for a node and the nodes are full, because let's face it, Bubba Joe, that is a real scenario happening much more frequently these days than it used to, especially yep. you, you, not maybe for you. Uh, but for example, even for me, all right, I'm flying to the warp 65 and 75 systems. What about you guys? Is anybody going all the way out? Especially if they, they live down here in independent space. Is anybody going up to to Sozin? What is that area up there? Sozin, Warp 120? Anybody doing that? All right, Colonel Ark's going to Warp 185. Bad, bad to the bone. Not me, all right? I can't even warp without assistance to, uh, to yes, I can. I can get the Hollis, which is Warp 75. That's as far as I can go with any of my miners. All right, so I'm looking at Warp 75 or Warp 65. Well, there's only three systems per faction, Bubba Joe, that you can mine materials up to Warp 75. Three. All right, now granted, you can disco, right? Battledroid says I disco. You can do that, all right? But yep. that's juice, and I try not, to, try not to burn a lot of juice, all right? But really truthfully, and Brett says, yeah, my gosh, I've never looked at it that way, but that's nuts. Three systems. Per faction, G4, at ops, uh, at warp 75 or lower. So I'm not sending well, warships around everywhere. I'm going to try to find a node that I can actually take without potentially dying. Look, right now, and this is, this is maybe what is frustrating to some players, all right? I'm looking over here in Yavinus. It's the Romulan ore system, all right? Now, fortunately, at this point, it looks like there is about two or three open nodes, all right? That's not always the case. What I do see in this space is out of the nodes that are not open, there are three more that are zero. All right. Now, if nodes were full, I'm going to obviously take a look at those zeros. I'm going to scan them, and I'm going to see that this guy, for example, has 270% defense, 240% health, and 180% attack. All right, well, my 300, 300, and 300 are feeling pretty confident about that. He's a level 41. On the other hand, here is a level 43, Bubba Joe, with a tier 9 Valkyse. All right, and his stat bonuses, 210, 210, and 210. All right, now, given that his Valkyse is 10 levels higher than mine, even though I've got him by two ops levels, I'm going to kind of feel like that's probably not going to go my way. You know what I'm saying? On the other mm -hmm. hand, if I had my tier 9 cavort with 300% stat bonuses, I wouldn't think twice. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. an extra layer of, of thinking when you start mining in deep space. You don't want to send a pair of ships everywhere. All right? And, and if you get up there and the nodes are full, which is happening to a lot of people these days all right then you need to to somehow find a way to save some time or be more efficient if you're going to try to clear or hunt a node up there and yes obviously you can disco then you don't have to worry about it disco up an enterprise or an auger and then you know hey done but that's not always an option or it's expensive and you don't necessarily want to do that all right so Correct. hey you know those abilities then 
are going to, coming full circle, those abilities from the new lower deck officers are going to add to those stat bonuses, making your miner even a little bit more stronger, at least in minor versus minor combat. And I don't know about y'all, over the last 90 days on my server, that seems to be becoming a real thing. All right. Bubba, I have had my miner attacked in deep space by more miners than warships. And more often than not, I win those battles. I've lost some and then even sent a message and be like, Haha, oops, didn't gauge that one quite right. <laughs> you know, or he was running a different kind of crew. All right. Literally today had a person message me back when I lost and didn't expect to lose Bubba. I was, I sent him a message. I was like, well, dang, now I get to spend seven minutes warping back. That was unexpected. He was like, I've got Mariner on my lower deck. That's exactly what he said. Just Mariner. Tier 1 on his lower deck. And a battle that I thought I could have won came back and bit me because of that ability. So, I know, listen, mining under deck slots, probably not what the game designers had in mind with Mariner and Badgie and all this, but there's a practical, real use for it. You know, you can use it if you want. Uh, there's research, right, Bubba Joe, for mining defense. There's research and mining yes. offense. There, I mean, those are ways that you can enhance your game. And and if there's if you're experiencing the the difficulty in finding nodes, then that's something that you want to look at uh, here before too long. Prio says, not only is there not not only is there research, you know, just to add to your defense and attack and whatnot that is in general. There is specific de defensive research for when you're on a node, and and that's from a few arcs ago. We've talked about how how important that was, even though they did just uh, take some power away from that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and you know you're right. I saw this in the chat, uh, and we'll move on from this here in a second. I, I saw this in the chat. I've been I've been really cautious on my server. Uh, G4 does feel like it's filling up awful fast. Now I think that that's largely because of progression in that area but yeah i'm with you guys uh if, if i actually took the time to scan every ship in this system i bet half of them are meridians and man that 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 frustrates me just a little bit i, I it shouldn't all right it really shouldn't but if, if i can mine or fifty thousand an hour and you're up here mining it at eight thousand an hour that aggravates me especially if i'm looking for a node <laughs> you know and moreover if you've got a meridian with like joaquin joaquin as captain, that's even worse. Because you're not trying to mine. You're just trying to squat. But that's just me. We can, we can talk about it another time. <laughs> that, that, that irritates me when, you, when you're trying to slow mine. See, listen, I try, and listen, I try not to pop them unless I just absolutely have to, Quackfu. And I've done it. I have. All right. But, I mean, I try not to, to dust up too much drama on my server. I'm already the centerpiece of enough of it. So I, I try not to... Try not to make things worse, but I'm telling you. How can that possibly be? I don't know. I've heard I've heard that DJ's guy is kind of a jerk. <laughs> kind of a... Well, wait until they meet you. Kind of an asshat. Wait until they meet me. Gotta watch out in Borg area, right? That's a I haven't... <laughs> I have not killed... Pro I have hunter. not killed op Overcargo in Borg since I joined Big, which was, what, a year and a half ago? Even now that I'm yeah, not in Big's yes, Alliance, still terrified. even now that I'm not in Big's Alliance anymore, I still have not killed any uh, overcargo board. Because now mainly it's so easy, right, Bubba Joe? I mean, yeah. really, that but, would be... But the video of you doing it lives forever. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, IJ hunts me. <laughs> IJ hunts me when I do it. Um, anywho. All right. And that's a losing battle for you. Yes. Yes, it is. He'd, <laughs> he'd have his way with me. All right. Um, let's see. So the, the lower deck officers acquisition been, been okay. I guess we kind of veered away from that a little bit. Yeah. So I, I, it's just odd, right? (laughs) Um, you know, I, I've, you know, there are some people that don't have, uh, Beckett Mariner, but it just feels like they were all sourced a little equally. And then of course the auctions for Beckett and it's like, it doesn't seem correct. It seems like an uncommon officer should be sourced a little bit more freely than a rare and that should be a little more freely than an epic and it seemed exactly the opposite so Mm -hmm. i I don't really understand of course i don't understand their packs this month their packs are deviated from what officer packs have been forever and i don't understand that either so i i i'm just clueless this month on what their strategy was yeah i don't know i mean listen i'm not gonna argue with it you know putting the officer shards in the ticketed events i love that having paired sms's i love that we all love that all right, we love officer shards in the ticketed events. We love the paired SMSs. All right, and then you know she just showed up in a lot of places. I'm not going to complain about that. There were three different auctions for. Not going to complain about that. I, I just I you know you're right. I feel like may, maybe that's what it was. It was the number of opportunities that were focused around Mariner were more than that than was focused around Brad Boimler, for example. And and that's why we see we have this perception of her being more easily available. Which maybe percentage-wise and numerically, quantifiably, maybe that's true. But I'm certainly not going to say, well, what were you doing, Scopely? You know, you, you gave away too many epic shards. Uh, no, I'm not. I can't go back and say that. You know, even, no, even for the gonna, players. I'm not going to say that either. I'm saying that the packs didn't make any sense, right? And I didn't understand why they were sourcing so many epics as opposed to the uncommon and the rare, right? I'm not saying they sourced too many epics. I'm saying... You know, why was there not a midweek event that, you know, uh, an SMS that awarded 10 or 10 or 12 badgie shards, right? I mean, badgie's an uncommon, like the, all shards are not created equal. Scopely has already demonstrated that epic shards are more valuable than rare shards are more value than uncommon shards. So why is an event that, you know, you have an event that gives one Mariner shard and then you have a, an event that gives one badgie shard, a similar event, like... I, I don't know. I just didn't understand it. I, I don't disagree. I would have liked to have seen far more liberal sourcing of the badgie shards. Uh, that said, it it is difficult for me to look at officer sourcing this month and, and really not praise it overall. Um, because a lot of players, in the absence of a meta, there was no free-to-play path. All right? And players ended up being, you know, what? Maybe between 10 and 30 shards short on, on average. All right. I know, Karkin, you're, you're a little bit further behind, but, you know, I, I'd be curious what the actual average is for full engagement, you know, and, and you know, free-to-play has to factor into that. I know that they're not going to be as farther along because of the extras that were in tickets. There were 18 shards extra in the quote-unquote paid tickets. So, you know, that's not a small amount either. But nonetheless, I did I did kind of feel... Uh, kind of good about that and and you know the fact that there wasn't a meta still resulted in a lot of players getting these officers so i feel like hopefully you know that doesn't discontinue as far as this regular is sources just, just to put it in perspective this will be the first arc that i did not buy the new officer packs ever mm. wow really 
Mm-hmm. Why is that? Out of curiosity. Because the packs are bad. Yeah, the pack was bad. The 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 bat so seven so in the past a one hundred dollar pack for like Beverly or whoever the rare officer is in the month would have given you somewhere in the order of eighty to ninety shards right it would have given you a unlock plus sub right the hundred dollar pack for Brad Boimler gave you exactly an unlock half the shards the other stuff in the pack if you actually look at the numbers in terms of okay well these shards could be so many pulls of an epic pull and you compare it to just the generic low value faction pack you get more value out of the low value faction pack than you do the brad boimler pack uh, in terms of the, the officer shards the yes, single tier unlock of, of boimler was only 50 bucks there were two there was a hundred dollar unlock of boimler that gave two tiers no there's no. two packs for badgie there is one of boimler uh, boimler was only a 100 dollar pack all month long? Is that like for one All month long. Oh. His well, $100 pack then. gave 45 shards. I could have swore I saw a $50 pack for him, but maybe not. Maybe it was nope. badgy. Okay, maybe so. Either way, listen, I looked at him and I was like, yeah, I'm going to take a pass on that too. I mean, I, I don't disagree. The 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 paid pack was was certainly not quite as desirable to me, but um, yeah. <clears throat> yes. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the chat. A couple of comments here real quick, and then we'll, uh, we'll move on to the next topic. Let's see. Somebody asking what ships can get to deep space at warp 75, uh, what miners. Well, all right, let's go back to the drawing board. Let's think about this for a second, okay? Warp 65 is where G4 mining begins, technically. Technically, it's like warp 58, but if you're doing it in faction space, it's warp 65. Now, if I'm not mistaken, that would be a tier 8 Miner, if I'm not mistaken, let me uh, check stfc.space and take a quick peek. stfc.space and a tier eight, say, cavort. All right. And I'm going to come all the way down here to warp range. So tier eight with a cadet Scotty could get you there, Bubba Joe. All right. Or tier nine can get you there without anything because a tier nine is warp 70. All right. Now, this well, let's, to, to let's, a, what? Hang on. Let's not forget that there is a new way to add to your warp. Right. You got Grush, and he's an actual mining officer. All right. So that's good. And you've got well, you got TOS, but he only works on TOS Scotty, but he only works on an explorer. So you could disco Correct. if you wanted to. But but I want to go deeper than that, Bubba Joe. And and this is a side effect of what we're seeing by the enhanced warp range of G4 and G5 space. Somebody said, mm -hmm. man, there are so many meridians in deep space mining. Yes, there are. Yes, there are. Uh, and, and me personally, I don't necessarily find that to be a problem. But at the same time, it kind of is. Right? It kind of is. It's clogging the nodes a little bit. Why would that be? All right? Let, let's... I know nobody is going to listen to this and be like, oh, okay, well, I won't go mine there. All right, nobody. But but for those of you who are frustrated by this, let's let's explain why this is happening and why this has been introduced with things like the Meridian and the Amalgam. All right, and why you should not feel scared about blowing them up. Truthfully, because here's what used to be required. What used to be required 
was a tier eight with Cadet Scotty or a tier nine faction miner. That's what used to be required to get to warp 65. And you had no warp range research there, Bubba, because that didn't come into play until Ops 42 with Angel in Disguise. All right. So right. you could only go with the naked value of your ship. At Ops 39, I would argue, is where you have to actually start mining G4. All right. At Ops 39, I would argue, is where you want to start preparing for G4. But well, what, but I also think like you should be, I mean, that was on my checklist. I know truck and chick mentioned she had a checklist on my checklist was having two out of my three faction miners at tier nine. That was on my checklist because sure. I didn't want to have be. to rely on cadet Scotty. I didn't want to have to rely on jumping there every single day. All right. I didn't want to have to do all that stuff. Now, captain planet says, screw the checklist, go to 40. Well, here's the side effect. All right? Here's the side effect. You got right here an Ops 38 mining in dark space with me right now, Bubba Joe. Let's see. Let's see what he's mining with. I bet you I know. All right. Um, all right. You know what? Can't really, can't really send it. He must have discoed up. He's a 38, and his Antares is only tier 6. So he had to have discoed up. All right? But, on the other hand, it is an Antares, Tier 6, on ore. So, we're mining pretty daggone slow here. Let me see if I can math this out. All right. Somebody start a clock for does me. He at least start, does he at least have the right officer? Yeah, he's got Borg 4 of 11 on the, on the captain's chair. So, you know, it's respectable, I guess. He's mining, if I'm guessing, at about 12 per second. I'm going to go 14 per second. I'm going to be generous. 14 times 60. No. Am I doing my math wrong? He's mining at less than 1,000 an hour. Six, seven. I'm giving him credit. I'm giving him credit for 14 per second. Times, oh, wait. No, 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 no. Hang on. 14 per second. That would be 840 per minute times 60. Well, he's okay. He's mining at about 48,000 an hour. That's not terrible. Yeah, 14 times 60 times 60. All right, that's not that bad. Probably shouldn't probably shouldn't interfere with that guy right there. I'm probably also being very, very uh, courteous with 14 per second because I'm waiting basically just two clicks, two display clicks. Is that one second? Probably not. No, and our, yeah, I know he's not mining that fast, but I'm just watching the display change twice. Is that about a second? Or is that two seconds? Either way. Roughly. Either way. Whatever. That's fine. All right. So at least there's a responsible 38 that's mining up here. Let's check this other 39 over here. All right. Ah, much better example. Much better example. Okay. This one uh, is a tier four Antares mining ore (laughs) with 10 of 11 as captain. All right. And he is mining at approximately... Five per second. Five times sixty times sixty. There we go. Eighteen thousand an hour. Eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand an hour. See, so I would would kill that ship. Why? Why does a thirty-eight need G four? A thirty-eight does not. 
Now, that's doesn't... not correct. Why? Tell me why. His reps high enough, he couldn't eat it for his daily. Exactly because because people mm. can can grind heavy rep, they can get to where they need to mine G four much earlier than their ops would normally allow. I get yeah, that, I but isn't right. there isn't there also something to be said for like you know don't be going farther than what you can actually go? I mean, let me ask you. Is That's it, the person who's ops 45 and has a billion rep. But I didn't grind it. I just did it. Like, it just happened. I didn't do it on purpose. Literally, I never once ground I'm not, rep. I'm, I'm not accusing you of grinding, okay? <laughs> such a heinous where, activity, where Bubba. Don't you? accuse me of such a harsh crime. All right, no, <laughs> listen. I, I get that. But I also... I also have said a gazillion times, like, you know, when you are 38 and 39, maybe you should stop doing rep. You know, because at 30 million, you do have to start mining the G4. Now, let me ask mm-hmm. you, and, and, and I listen, maybe I'm wrong on this. Maybe the game environment has well, changed. I think it's a been a year problem, and a half. Right? All right. I think there's a real problem. Should Go you ahead. be forced to do G4 mining at, at 15,000 an hour? All right. Like, is that, is that a place, is that a position you'd want to be in as a player? to be forced to mine at 15,000 an hour just to be able to do your dailies? No. No, you would not want to have to do that. Well, then, is that is that an actual reason that that you would feel but, like you have to have a 38 ops up there mining G4? But how are players getting to this? I'm getting to a point here. How are players getting to these levels, right? And this is a question that I'm sure Scopely is asking. She's like, how is an Ops 38 getting to this level of reputation? How is that happening, right? And of course, we have, um, just as K21 said, there's Tygo Core, but I think it's something else. Well, I mean, I'd like to hear it. <laughs> but what is it? I think. Don't tease me, man. I think, I think it's the ease in which people can kill the capital system traders. Well, maybe. Oh, so we come back to fix Pike. Great. <laughs> Ripper's been begging for an opportunity to take Pike out of the game for like two years. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> suggesting you change the traders. I'm not suggesting that you change Pike. I'm suggesting that because at, you know when you remember and Ripper remembers this, and you may have talked to people like me um, back, you know, when the capital system system, uh, system traders were 55s instead of 49s, right? And Soul was way easier than Kronos and Romulus, okay? Like, they were, mm-hmm. they were the equivalent of the regulars, and the other two were the heavies, okay? And then they changed them from 55s to 49s, and they added the mix. And when you did that, you almost absolutely had to use a reasonably high tier jelly to kill them, right? Just where the game was right. when they were released, you had to have, and you know, you you probably didn't have a G four ship yet. You were using jellies to to blow them up, right? And you've talked about how you can kill them with an auger, and people are talking about how they're killing them with the Enterprise and killing multiples. This is why I believe people are getting to such high reps before their op, ops is ready for it. And and you know, listen, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a step back uh, because I see uh, NC in the chat. Nothing wrong with having rep. And you know, listen, I don't disagree. I, I think what I'm saying is be be ready, be cognizant of that next step. For example, you say, listen, yep. I'm I'm at 49 and I am mining five star. Right, I'm planning my future path, and I don't discount that at all. Like none in in any way, shape, or form. As a matter of fact, when I started mining G4, 
it was because I felt I was ready. Like that was the next step that I wanted to start taking. All right. Um, but there for a while I didn't. And, and, you know, obviously though, on the other hand, there are mechanisms now in the game that are making it easier for players to be able to start making those, those plans, right? The discovery right. is one Meridian, uh, amalgam to a lesser degree, but definitely the Meridian. I mean, Captain Bull wrote a second ago. He said, listen, you picked the wrong ship uh, to, to call out that 38 sounds like a responsible player. Yeah, I, I have to agree, Bull. He's probably mining in the 40s, all right, which is very, very respectable, all right? Even if it's with not the right ship, even if he's got all this other stuff going on, then you know, kudos to him. The one up here mining at, at 15 or 16,000 an hour, though, I might argue is taking up space, all right? That said, I mean, I, I don't know. And, and maybe that's an area where I need to step back, Bubba, and say, whatever. You ain't bothering me, then I ain't going to be bothered by you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do your thing. You play your game your way. It, but it, it becomes an issue then when we fly into these systems well, and the system. Right. Are full. So then, so, so, uh, and I, I, I forget, I, I want to give credit to someone and I, I lost track of it. Colonel Ark said, what's the problem with this? Right. Okay. There's not a problem except that the idea is, is that the access to mining in deep space is gated by, was gated by the faction miners and getting them to a high enough tier that would be appropriate for an ops level and that that is a slower progression than what you can do with the Amalgam or the Meridian, right? And that those ships specifically have added so much warp range to your 30s, right? The, 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 you know, the mid to high 30s that now players can go ahead and continue to push their rep and continue to fill those nodes. And it's accelerating the need for more nodes and the need for people to compensate. And people are going to tell me, oh, we'll just go blow them up. I get it. Row, you know, whatever, you know, just, you know, I, I'm just saying that this is this is a problem that Scopely kind of needs to take a closer look at because it's going to affect more and more players that get into their 30s. And the longer the game goes on, the more they add research, the more they add another miner that maybe has additional range. This is going to continue to be a. This is going to continue to be something that is. It is never going to go away. On they're the other hand, do, they're going to either have to add more nodes, more systems of mining, uh, something to compensate for this fact. On the assumption they're not going to make any sort of negative change. On the other hand, maybe I'm part of the problem, Bubba Joe. I love this comment in the chat. Thank you from Server Twenty Seven. Rand Susie says, DJs. You're looking this at this like kind of the opposite that I would. You're an Ops 45 mining in the entry level deep space systems with your G3 faction miner. Maybe you should be moving up into a higher level system and not clogging up the system for the 39s, 40s and 41s that are coming in. It's actually brilliant. It's absolutely accurate. Why am I here, Bubba Joe? All right, let me look in the mirror. Ransusi, it's a very fair point. Why am I here? Because the G4 ships are turds. <laughs> the G4 miners are turds. I they're am absolute garbage. I've not even they built one. They are just the worst things in the world. <laughs> um, I mean, they are. So we could. So G4 miners. When you had G4 miners, it was exclusively for range. They actually mined slower than their G3 counterparts of mining G4. The only reason you wanted a G4 miner was for range. Mm -hmm. And then they came out with Disco. So now you don't even need the range, right? You can send up your faction miners wherever your Disco can get to, right? And so, okay, 
then you okay well maybe i'll build a g4 miner because eventually eventually i could scrap it right i'm gonna build it i'm gonna get some use out of it in g4 and then when i eventually get to my 51 plus i'm gonna scrap it except <laughs> except the scrapping is garbage <laughs> it's I mean, so bad to to be fair to that point the scrapping of any miner is basically garbage except the envoy but you know that eh. well it's it's a uh, lot of work for a little payoff but i mean it is it is worth it absolutely uh but you know nonetheless i mean you wouldn't scrap a g3 miner we <laughs> i have I didn't mean to start a whole conversation on deep space mining by just putting lower decks on on mining ships. My bad. I'm sorry. Uh, it is it is something that needs to be Wait, talked is this about. The, is this the off the rails I was supposed to stop you from doing? <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, Bubba. Appreciate I, you. you. No problem. Anytime. You, you Glad rock. I can continue doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a big pain point, and and you know I appreciate Ransusi. Like honest to God, I swear to God, I do. I had never looked at it from that position. It's actually very very valid. Why am I still in the entry level warp system, Bubba Joe? Because I never engaged with the G4 miners, you know. Moreover, I think the, I think it's bigger than that, though. Um, so much of the game still happens in lower space, so I could absolutely reload up to a deeper system. I, I could, I could reload all the way up to 120, but then I can't get back down again. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. so much of the game happens down here in independent space. Like, I remember conversations about some of the game's uh, big big players. And and I remember, Bubba Joe, the conversations used to be, well, I can't get reloads fast enough because I have to keep going back and forth. I got to go up here to do my dailies. Then I got to come back down and, and play the game. You know, because there was nothing to do up there other than mine. So, I've never, well, I don't, I don't want to say I never have. I have, you know, on occasion. But I don't reload up there very often. And that's probably another fundamental issue that they've got is if the game is going to exist down here with, you know, Origin Space and, and of course, now you do have some swarm systems up there. Um, but I don't know. Listen, let me uh, – what's the Frank A? I haven't looked at the Frank A. Can a, can a Tier 4 Frank A get out of Warp 120? I don't think it can, can it? Let's see. Frank A – I don't think that it can. Let's see. STFC.space. Nah, let's see. And this is this is the balance crap, Bubba Joe, that's garbage. All right? A tier four. Eh, we'll even go generous. Let's say a tier five. Tier five, Frank A. What What is the ops level that you're supposed to have at tier five? I don't know. Maybe we should stick with tier four. Where's the first ops tier? level cutoff for the Frank A? Hmm. I don't know. I don't remember. Nathan mm. says I'm 41 with a tier four. All right, so let's go with that. My tier four, Ghoster says, can get to 130. Uh, then you've got research. You've got you've got other research there, okay? Um, because I'm looking at this from a perspective of somebody without Angel in Disguise. So at 41, and that's what? Tier four? All right, so even at 41, before you have Angel in Disguise, that's tier four. It's warp 90. All right. I guess you could reload to the 75 system and get out. But what about um, what about your Vidar? Can, you, can your Vidar get out from warp 90? I don't think so. All right. There's fundamental problems with warp range all over the place. If they want to make, 
You know, I know people say add more nodes. I think it's deeper than that. If you want to make Deep Space a viable place to live and operate, then there has to be additional avenues to get all of the event-related ships out of there. What about Stella? Does it have Warp 120? I think we can all agree that entire premise went on the window with territory. What? Ma yeah, making it be able to... Yeah, making deep space a place to live. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. Because you got to be down in territory. Most people are encouraged to live in territory. So yeah, I don't know. Yep. I don't know the conversation. What's the uh, what's the tier locks on the fascia? I know tier four is thirty nine. I think didn't the fascia not have like a hard tier lock? It was just materials locked, right? So kind of a soft lock. But yeah, I think tier four was where you could get naturally you could start creeping up with tier five uh, with like materials and resources that you could get from events or rewards or packs, but there wasn't a hard lock. I think it was tier four. So tier five on the fascia. Um, let's see. It's got a, it's got a decent range too. I still think it's not enough to get into deep space. Sure. It is tier sevens one twenty naturally. Okay. But tier seven would be a G four player. Anyway, tier four is the cutoff at tier at level 39. That's but but an early level forty player, right? I mean, I, I understand your point, like the thirty eights in deep space, right? But you know, a forty one getting being able to get to one twenty, I mean, that's unheard of. Just like a thirty eight getting to sixty five, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, a full participation player though, they're not going to reload all over the map. You can only buy one a day. All right. You can only buy one a day. And I don't know. There's there's a deeper conversation that needs to be had with game design about how to make Deep Space an attractive place to live again. But until they do, you're going to see these nodes and everything you know, filling up. Well, Which brings me back an hour later to my, to my point was minor on minor battle is becoming more of a thing. And that's just one way you can help yourself out. Go ahead, Bubba. I mean, like, TJ, if you, if you look at the design of G5, they have kind of conceded that point by adding the super highways. Well, G4... To drastically reduce warp time because, you know, they have to increase warp range, which inherently by design, and at least how the game works, increases warp time. So they made that escape hatch with superhighways that, you know, reduces the warp time, which kind of concedes the point, yeah, people aren't going to move there. Well, they couldn't. Not if they want to play any part of the rest of the game. No, but they, they acknowledge that in how they design things. I don't necessarily well, disagree with that, but but perhaps there should saying. also be something like that for for the forties range as well. Then, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm asking too much. I mean, me personally, I don't have a major problem with it. I just blow somebody up. <laughs> but it's a some it's something that I'm commonly hearing from people that there are a very severe shortage of nodes. So uh, there you go. You All right, could just quit mining. There you go. Just be like Ripper. Don't mind anything at all. All right. Just stop just mining. Spend your faction credits on Raw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, listen, we'll take a we break. We probably take a break. We'll, we will. Uh, <laughs> before I go, I do want to give these notes. Somebody said, hey, you were going to give server merge updates before the news. Uh, or right after the no, news, after and I never news. did. Yeah, I never did it. So let me give you what I know. Now, Ripper, maybe I've been I've been a little bit weird this this month. This whole month has been a little bit strange for me, and and you know, staying and and plugged in. It's just been real busy at work and stuff. I've got a list of four servers 
well, eight servers, four pairings, Rip. But I'm hearing other whispers in the chat of other servers that are supposedly, allegedly being merged this week that are not on my list. So I'm wondering if Scopely has sent out messages to additional servers, if you've been able to confirm or deny that, and and or whether or not BK has started all the rumors of the servers in the 60s. Because I've only got four pairs, and yet again, they are all European servers. Rip, do you have anything to add to that? No. Nope. <laughs> So you so as far as you know my list nothing. as far as you know our list is still the only list right I don't even have a list so you know <laughs> Well here you go then I will give it to you well, ladies the and gentlemen The list is the list That's right that's that's the real one there okay <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen here you go with your uh your April server mergers uh, all four of these pairings are European you've got European 166 and 167 European 168 and 169, European 182 and 183, and lastly, European 184 and 185. That is all I have. Now, interesting, Ripper, you take a look. Petey from Server 62 says, listen, I am confident that Server 62 is supposed to be on the list, and he shows me his in-game news, and there indeed it is. All right, Welch also on 62, uh, getting that. Captain Planet says that was last month. No. My message was dated April 22nd. It's two days ago. Did they send me last wait, month's wait. list? Oh, wait, what, Lord. Did, which one did you read? Did you, want, did you read 182 and 183? Hang on, let me go back to my list. Seriously, this message was dated two days ago, so they read me last month's list. 182, 183, 184, 185. Yeah, that, so that was March. Oh, yeah, that, that already happened. Well, God bless. All right, well, then forget it. I don't know anything about server merges. That's last month's list. How freaking funny. That's That message came to me on, on 422, Bubba Joe. <laughs> well, maybe they are existing in the past. Yay, Scopely. I got Scopely, says Rock. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious well then in that case I have nothing to give you on server merges sorry I thought I did <laughs> I thought I had news that's for you that's what you get for making a commitment oh god April Fool's everybody uh, so what's the next arc I don't know <laughs> they told me it was uh, it was Ferengi so yeah but that might be two months old I have no idea <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hey, guys. Great big news. Lower Decks is coming into the game next month. We're really excited about it. All right. Super excited about Lower Decks coming into the game. Super excited. Breaking news here. We're going <laughs> to get we're going to get the first ever arc about the original series. Yeah. Breaking right. news. There you go. I, I hear. Oh boy. Rumor has it that there's a new ship called the Meridian coming out. It's going to help you mine isogen. All right. Pretty excited about that. I need more. So, uh, yeah. I thought okay. you said no hints. <laughs> Sorry, no hints. My bad. See, I told you somebody was going to get a leak out of me. My bad. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, I've got absolutely nothing on server merges. So, I'm going to take a break. When we return, uh, what else is on my list? Yeah, that's right. We're uh, Coming after the break, we're going to go to Bubba Joe on uh, how he feels about a ship that can mine a gazillion an hour with no protective cargo. He is loving it. I'm going to talk to him after the break. That, that would not be his opinion at all. <laughs> it's funny. 
funny. <laughs> Listen, uh, coming up after the break, in all seriousness, I do want to get into something that um, that Arian brought up. And Karkin, it sounds like you may have have fallen prey to this this month. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about planning, Bubba Joe. We've actually even kind of started on it here, right? Planning for the future, mining that G4 or the G5 or this or that or whatever. Uh, and talking a little bit about what we can do. We've done this once or twice before, Bubba Joe, about the stuff that's important, the stuff that we should be saving, the stuff that you know we should be trying to utilize to make our game better, right? Uh, in mm-hmm. such a way that you're spending and getting paid for it. Well, that caught some players off guard this month, myself included, because there was more than one. You had the ultra substitution, we also had the treasury upgrade event. And I'll tell you, that one is almost aggravating. You know, the more I thought about what Truck and Chick said last week, the more I kind of realized that fundamentally I agree with it. And so we're going to talk about that. What can you do to help prepare for your future without stifling your growth? We're going to talk about what's that. What's hilarious is I believe you made fun of me when we had a ship-based upgrade event that I couldn't participate in. And you're like, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have finished off all those things. And now this month, when there's a treasury <laughs> upgrade event that people can't participate in, it's a legitimate concern. No, I, I didn't just want to say that. I didn't say it was a concern. <laughs> Wait, which one are you talking about? Which one did you get stuck behind? You're right, uh, though. Not anymore, because they've added they've added the resource spend for like cloaking and the mycelium. And, uh, yeah, what was that one called? That was like ex- that. expand or something. Was it wasn't that one called? Because you had already uh, maxed your Meridian, you ma- and you weren't going to spend on a tier of a Sarko. Uh, I Correct. remember what you were talking about. It was like that discovery yep. event. Um, yep. Anyway, w- let's do the break, and we'll come back. And I, th- I think it's, I think this event is worth talking about. So we'll, it we'll is, have a conversation. It is Let's worth talking about, uh, and we'll do that coming up right after the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in just one second. Don't go anywhere. Hang on. This portion of the show brought to you by pvptarget.com. pvptarget.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players, giving you insights into PvP banding, crews, and ROE used by many servers. pvptarget.com can help you get your feet under you with respects to all things player versus player. Visit pvptarget.com today. That's pvptarget.com. More from Talking Trek coming up right after this break. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Fizzlers, the licorice candy that's 50% Alka-Seltzer. President Trump here with a message for Elon Musk, who's now running Twitter. And that's an app that, frankly, has seen better days since they shut down my account for saying the election was rigged, which it was. But let's stay focused because I've got to testify in a few tax trials. Roses are red, violets are blue. They kicked me off Twitter. But what I said was true. Now we've got Joe, who's polling so low, because frankly, and I know it's not nice to say, but he's old and he's slow. He really is. Hunter's a crook, Kamala's a clown, but with Trump back on Twitter, we'll turn things around. Elon, if you're listening, and I know that you are, if you let me back on, I'll buy all of your cars. So let's make a deal that gives access to me, and when I'm back in the White House, You'll be my VP. What's that? He can't be vice president because he wasn't born here? Eh, just send it. He doesn't need to know that.
dancing Sweet dreams of passion through the night Sweet dreams are taking over Sweet dreams of dancing through the night working off the playlist, Bubba Joe. I'm still working off the playlist that we had in our developer chat. This is another one that was on the list. See, listen. Your Star Trek Fleet Command game developers, they got a pretty good taste in music. All right. <laughs> Ripper. Debatable. <laughs> Debatable. He says, listen, this is a great one. Come on. LaBouche. I like it very much. Yeah, that's a very, very good one. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, don't let me forget. I'm going to tell you a fun fact about our new community manager, Echo, uh, when we come back from our next commercial break, Bubba Joe, because I picked a song out Ooh. that was off his list, and I'm going to tell you about. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little something about him uh, coming up after the next break. Uh, we have been able to confirm that he will be on the show next week. Now, I. I I am not 100% sure exactly how this is going to play out, Bubba. We are going to obviously be taping it ahead of time and then, you know, have to do all the, the legal approvals and all that stuff and then get it and then get it turned around. Now, given the fact that I won't be or that I don't know that I'll be doing a show Wednesday night, it could end up being next weekend. I don't want to wait that long, though. I want to try to get it out as soon as I can. So I'm not exactly sure how the time is going to work out this week, but we do have him this week coming into our studio and uh, we'll be taping that and getting that ready to uh, to air back and make sure all the lawyers are happy and all that good stuff so uh, it's it's really nice that scopely is flying them out to him so he can come into your studio live uh it's a digital appearance you know oh, okay <laughs> yeah they they <laughs> they wouldn't be flying us or anybody anywhere as a matter of fact i um i did i did send a message to one of them this past week and told him that I wanted uh, I wanted them to fly me out for a week or two just to do like some consultation or this or that you know and and stay somewhere out there and and they they laughed heartily. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Wait, be, were you trying to go to Europe or were you trying to go to California? Uh, California. I've never been to California. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, isn't Culver City like right on the beach? Like it's there. It's on the beach, right? So uh, we were having a conversation. West Coast is the best coast. Yeah, we were having a conversation about the beach, and I had just kind of mentioned I have never been to the Pacific Coast, uh, never in my life. I've always been East Coast. I've always been to the Atlantic Ocean. I've never been to the Pacific Ocean at all. And uh, he made a comment about me coming out there. And so then I was like, yeah, hey, why don't you guys just bring me out? <laughs> that was kind of the response I got right there. It was just real quick. <laughs> that was all. That was all I got. Uh, James Bond says it is nice out there. You should fly. Oh, out, out here. So James Bond is from the Pacific Coast. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'd like to go at some point. I don't know when or if I'd even like it. 
I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of big cities. So I don't know if I would. Well, then you're not going to like California. <laughs> I hate bumper to bumper traffic and I hate, you know. I don't some... like big cities. I actually find big cities fascinating. Oh, listen. No, uh, let me rephrase. I would love to visit. I like visiting big cities. I don't like, uh, I wouldn't want to like live there. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I like my peace and quiet. I like the country. I like my mountain. Um, Iron Chef, I'd like to do Hawaii too. I've never been to Hawaii. I think that would be great one day. Um, See, for me, big city wouldn't wouldn't work. You know, I have too many things that just don't work in the city. Right, like your tree um, farm, right, and your pizza oven. I'm pizza oven and the <laughs> ship horn. I'm currently um, trying to acquire. Oh my God! Please tell us this story. Just like sixty seconds, please go. What do you mean? No, I'm trying to buy a ship horn, like one of those big ones, you know, that I <laughs> like, you know, for 200 meter ships. Oh, my God. Or so, with a range of two, two nautical miles. Why, just out of curiosity, why would you be trying to acquire a ship horn? <sighs> why not? <laughs> yes. You know what? Ripper has managed to save this entire show, Bubba Joe. In the last 60 seconds, he's given us more interesting content. I was going to say, like, why why have uh, restaurant-caliber pizza ovens that you can roll around? Because. Because because he can. Why not? All right. Yeah, that's right, Nathan. Reasons. Uh, There you go. So he can call his neighbors over when the pizza's done, says Jay Berg. Yes, the the one I'm currently trying to acquire, I'm not sure it's going to work out. We'll see. It has a range of two nautical miles, you I'm, know. I'm uh, curious. I think it's 140 dBA. So, <laughs> I am curious if I may if I may ask a question. Um, how long has it been on like your bucket list to acquire a ship horn? Like, is this like a lifelong dream, or did you just wake up one day and be oh, like, no, like, I want to go I buy a know, ship like, horn? Two and, a half, two and a half years, maybe. Two and a half years. Actually, one of the things I'm actually I really want, which I've been wanting for a long, long time, is a flip dot display. And those are actually very hard to come by. Or they are incredibly expensive because you have to basically have them made. And not no longer manufactured, really. Colonel Lark says that he wants to talk to you about a ship horn. He might be able to help you out. Colonel Lark, server 34. Uh, we'll do this real quick because we got stuff to get to. Colonel Ark, are you going to be able to help Ripper acquire a ship horn? Yeah, you can just go to uh, go to one of the uh, Chrome shops and get one of the big hair ones, the uh, little ge- the big generals. Yeah, they're just the same decibels. But it, it may not be where. Where can you say you can get it? Where is it? From any of the Chrome shops. So you can probably go to what uh, truckaccessories.com. Uh, Any, because all the trucks in the U.S. have have uh, air horns, right? And all they are is just multiple multiple horns on them. So they're all the same decibels. Do those do those sound like? But on a on a tractor trailer on a truck, that surely is not a horn that would go on a boat that you can hear two miles away, right? Yeah, two nautical miles, which yeah, is, is a different unit, DJ. How long is a nautical no, mile? Is it farther than a regular mile? No. That's about the same. So so a nautical mile is 1.2 miles. And what to, you know what? Where's Truck and Chick? 
she would be able to answer this. She is a trucking industry expert. What kind of horns do they put on trucks? Yeah, I know, Ra. This, this, I told you, the show, I, I wasn't even, like, uh, it is what it is. Sorry, man. Uh, Crazy Chicken says, I'm, I'm sorry horns. for derailing this. this oh, no, listen, you're just the latest topic in a myriad of, of interactions today that have t- sent me in a, in a weird place. Um, they're not the same, says Hikaro. The, the, the ones that Ripper's trying to get are not the same that go onto our trucks. Is that, is that the thing? Well, they, they are technically. They're, they're, they're basically train horns is what they are. And they're, they're a bigger canopy at the back, and they take more of a pressure. The old, really old ones, they used to be, uh, be steam-fed like a whistle. See, that's, that would be like, like a train whistle, right? Like the steam ones, they, those use steam. Yeah. yeah. I would think yeah, that that would the, be more the, fun to have. All the modern-day ones use air, and it's just a bigger <laughs> compression through the, through, the, through the diaphragm. All right. All right. I know. Sorry. Sorry. Thanks, Colonel Ark. I appreciate your comments. You know, Bubba, I like Foe's uh, comments. He's like, hey, let's do favorite recipes next. I do have one. I could get to you. Uh, no, kidding. All right. Fine. Is it cauliflower crust I'm, pizza? I am sorry. I apologize for anyone listening who doesn't. <laughs> Don't apologize. That Honestly, that was probably more interesting than our first hour, to be to be frank. Uh, well, listen, I'm going to get into... I'm going to get into uh, a little bit of teaching here, all right? Uh, and it's not going to involve anything with pineapple pizza or cauliflower crust, although I do have a story about that, Bubba, but I'm not going to get into it right now. All right, yeah, that's right. We're learning about Ripper. That's always a good thing. All right, this month, there were a couple events that took us by surprise, right, Karkin? You said um, that when they made the conversion over to Ultras, that that actually hurt you. Now, I- I'll tell you this. I was in the camp of diversifying that spend. Right when there were three of them that came out, Bubba Joe Ripper, you said the same thing. You said, "Man, three material spend even on the solo milestones like that would have been really heavy for some players." So let me ask, and that would have allowed me to possibly do better in at least one of those auctions if everyone else was playing it tight to make sure they could hit their third SMS. I get that. I get that. And I and and you know what? That's that's a good point, Bubba. I might have robbed Karkin of a chance to place well in one of these three auctions, but... That wasn't very nice of you. I know, I know. But but I kind of felt like that we were representing the larger uh, issues with the community. Let me, let me ask you guys. If you had taken a look at this weekend's paired SMS milestone, all right, the, the SMS, the number of materials you had to spend, and you had to do that three times instead of two, would anybody have, like, would that have tripped anybody up? Because maybe I looked at this all wrong. At the beginning of the month, Ripper, you and I agreed that that three of these was going to be very, very heavy, right? I mean, we agreed that diversifying the spend on one of these was probably a good move. The community. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was thinking. Bubba, I mean, I don't know. That's probably an unfair question to I, ask you, but I mean, I mean your mouth. Yeah, don't ask high. me because, yeah. So, I mean, I was able to compete in them anyway, right? But it did throw me off in terms of, in my mind, I had determined there were three material spend auctions. And so that second week, I had planned progression as if I was going to spend on those auctions. Right. And it held me up for a week. Well, it held me up for a week. It's not a big deal. But I, I agree with you. I think in general it was good, but it definitely compressed the material spend to two weekends and threw in a spend that people weren't necessarily thinking about in the one in between. So. I don't know if it's bad or And good. by the time we made it back it was... to the uh, material auction on the third one, every most people, if they were paying, had their treasury 
chest but, all finished up. But the treasury in and of itself, even the battle pass in and of itself, would not have been enough to satisfy one of those milestones. You know, look, I'm, and and maybe I'm wrong. That's why I want to I want to ask about this because I'm sure this will come up again. Ripper and I responded to this and what we thought was the best thing for the community. BK says, "Oh my God, I would have been broker than broke." On the other hand, Paulo says, "Listen, I would have rather had three materials, just like Karkin." All right. Uh, Stevens Aaron says, "I could have done two, not three. Twist says, "I could not have done it." Uh, Paulo says, "It gives chances for people." Um, even though, so, Paulo, even though you wanted three material spends, oh, I see. It would, like Karkin says, it would have given chances for people in the solo leaderboard. I get that. Uh, Nathan says, I could have maybe have done it. I would have definitely been broke, but I think I could have done it. Shinzola says, no chance for a free to play. Low spenders, uh, two even was a push. And I think that probably depended on ops level, Bubba Joe. Um, but rude dude says it wasn't the change. It was the last minute change. Um, it wasn't, I don't know. I don't know if I can go with last minute. Okay, it was. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, that change awesome was minute. announced. The change was announced during the first four. auction, right? It, uh, before oh, no, the first right, auction, right before the first auction. Yeah, it was announced on day four that the change would happen on day twelve. I don't know if that's last second or not. Okay, um, but Joker says, you know, it messed me up a little bit too. Texas man says the brackets were bad. Uh, are they? I thought they were pretty typical auction brackets. Let me take a quick peek because we got one running right now and they've been the same all month. So let me just take a peek. I um, I haven't played in the SLB, so I, I don't know. Here we go. Mariner, recruit, SLB. Let's take a look. So we got 20 to 24, 25 to 29. Those are reasonable. 30 to 34. <clears throat> probably reasonable. Probably could have been a 30 to 33 there. Then a 34. I don't know. 35 to 39 is uh is pretty standard 40 to 42 43 45 46 to 50 and then of course bubba joe your glorious 51 to 60 um which there's probably some definitely some top heavy uh, problems with the brackets there i don't know those brackets are not uh they're not crazy out of sorts to be perfectly honest with you all right i mean they could be tighter but la ravager says two was almost too much so, I don't know. I, you know, I obviously, I guess some players... Well, Picard, you weren't competing with 40s as a 35, my friend. All right, 35 went to 39, so you, you weren't competing with any 40s. Um, well, hang on. If somebody was 39 when the event started and then went to 40, he could have a 40 in his bracket. You know, we've said this a million times. That's not a very good argument yep. to me because at 40, everything he can spend no. is, un, is common. You know, so... Right, but that... That could explain why he has a forty. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that might be that might be why you have the forties. But I can assure you, they don't have an advantage. All right, because everything they're (laughs) spending, everything is common. Everything is common. Yes, they they've got no advantage there. Um, but uh, but nonetheless, uh, the brackets didn't look uh, too awful bad. Yeah, James Bond says forty is very painful, and really truthfully, if you look at thirty-five to thirty-nine. Uh, depending on how long they've been at 39, that can obviously definitely be skewed towards the 38 and 39. There's a lot of stuff to catch up on there. But really, at 40 to 42, that is overall just a miserable bracket. There's so much common to be spent through there. Uh, they really do need to kind of have their own place. Funny thing is, Bubba, they, there's no uncommon to be spent. <laughs> I would bet that the scores in the 40 through the 42 bracket are probably lower than they would be Impressed. in the 35 to 39 yep. bracket, mm-hmm. uh, to be perfectly yep. honest with I you. I agree. But, 
But uh, nonetheless, uh, those happened. And uh, so I understand uh, that Karkin and maybe Paulo felt like there was something to, that was lost for them there. I still so think, though, could- that, that diversifying the spend is, is better for all players. We're seeing evidence of, of sourcing being not bad this month, given all the opportunities that players had at those officers, Bubba, what do you think? Um, I, you know, it's hard for me to argue against someone saying the brackets should be tighter, but these were not, these were not egregious brackets against the players. They were not as tight as I'm sure players would like. It's not as tight as I would like, Mm -hmm. but it's not like we had a 46 to 60 bracket or a 35 to 45 bracket or something. You're just really just outrageous. And we've had brackets like that. So I can't get super upset about the brackets. I'll say this. They didn't screw the brackets up, but they didn't make them better. Is that, you know, is yeah. that fair? Like yeah. they have, they have screwed up the brackets before, but uh, they, 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 uh, they didn't do the players any favor by making like one and two level brackets or anything crazy like that. So I think they just are what they were. And it's, it's frustrating if you're at the low end of the bracket or you just transition to the low end of the bracket. I totally get it. I, I, but other than saying every ops level gets a bracket and I don't think that Scopely is ever going to give out that much of whatever the auction is for based on their, uh, I, I mean, that would be the best, right? But I just, I mean, I don't know that that's realistic. Let me um, let me point this out, and I, and I like this in the chat. Uh, K21 says, listen, if you wanted to diversify spend, just do a meta. You know, I'm not sure why they stepped back from the meta this month. To be perfectly honest with you, I don't know why that they did uh, or why they did that. They had to pay Beckett Mariner too much. I, I guess. Maybe so. Uh, the voice, <laughs> a- voice actor was expensive. Uh, they step back from a meta, but, but I want to use there's no force in the game. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen though, in, in all seriousness though, I wonder, and, and again, I could be skewed on this because I obviously had success with this officer this month, this month's sourcing as compared to a month with a meta. All right. Listen, we, we've done this now for, what, seven months, right, Bubba Joe? It started in October of 21. We've done yep. the meta. We've done the non-meta. We've done the solo leaderboard path. We've done all that. This month, sourcing felt okay. It felt okay. And there was no requirement to spend $100. And, and even though some of the metas, some of the metas of the past have been completely free to play more than not have been accompanied by either a 20 or a $100 pack, Bubba Joe. So I wonder, and I I don't know, but I wonder if Scopely maybe didn't try to look at this this month and say, Hey, we're going to take, we're going to try something different. We're going to try to do a quote unquote meta outside of the meta. Right, we're gonna source all these shards. We're gonna make all of them available. We'll do. We'll go back to some doing some solo leaderboards, but we're gonna obviously do some other stuff like adding to ticketed events and adding to events, and then and then this refinery for owners of the Cerritos. You've got a very real. You know, we talked about this month with the Cerritos, and this is something we should be cognizant of as we're preparing our grades, Bubba Joe. We talked this month about the Cerritos 
being one of the first attempts ever by Scopely at a full-on level of transparency, all right, and mm-hmm. and something that they should be highly praised for. That said, Agreed. we see, for example, with the Amalgam, we see the path to Honor Guard Wharf, all right, and it looks really, really slow, but it is there. We're already now starting to see some evidence that it might begin to speed up here before too long. But then we also see the Cerritos. The Cerritos with a clear free-to-play path right off the top. And in as little as five to ten weeks, the ship will be free, unlocking the refinery, which is giving you a disco-style refinery, in which this officer recruit chest, Bubba Joe, might be the best that has ever come into the game. And I feel like not nearly enough people are talking about it. This officer gotcha. Uh, Go ahead. I, I, th- I think I agree with that. I think that if you compare it, the most direct comparison is the disco, right? Because this refinery gives you the goo to use it, right? It gives you some officers, which the disco refinery does, and it gives you the parts for the ship, right? This is very directly portable to the disco refinery. And mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think it's just better. It, it is. I mean, you, you look at the chance for officer shards, and it's automatically, without a shadow of a doubt, better. All right? And and honestly, I completely expected, as always, Bubba Joe, that we would see a handful of screenshots with, with extra officer shards. All right? Uh, I've never pulled anything like that out of these refineries. Like, I, I've wanted, you know, to get something with Honor Guard War for something. That's not happened. It's always one or two shards. All right? But the fact that it can exist for some people, the fact that it's there is a really positive thing. I got a huge shot in the arm this month because of that. I mean, I was excited. So, so I want to I want to come back to I, I want to take what we're talking about right now, and I want to build off of something that Scalyback said. So, Scalyback and I, DJ Ripper uh, Karkin, tell me, what were you not able to participate in if you did not have the ship? Like you weren't getting the refinery, so you weren't starting to build up the officers. But was there anything you just couldn't do outside of the build the ship events, right? Which there's always going to be people anything that, that had a mod- ship. Um, uh, anything that had a modifying factor, like support your this or that. Well, so like all of them had a modifying well, factor. Still, but all of those, yeah. all of those, and that's not had new. Ultimate score. Yeah, that's not well, new. That's that's always a thing. So, and and I'm not. Well, Borg Probe has never had a the su- support your. You know, fight with the support and gain three times the number of points. It's always been mandated by the level of your ship and how many transwarp tokens you can get out there. Now yeah. add in a three times point verifier. There's unless you have one, or you can get someone to support you. It's pointless to participate and try and score. I would almost go down that road with you, Cargan. All right, um, but again, it's a leaderboard. Well, so was so there? It's a leader. Was, did you on see? A it's a leaderboard Sorry, surrounding. The introduction of this ship, all right. So I, I mean, I get it, I do, and but but you could but you still just play. Asked what I couldn't participate in. Nah, see, fake like news. Was... Nope, nope. You can't go that route. Oh. You totally. Well, if you're talking about the, no, not in the leaderboard. The SMS you can get taken care of, but the if you're going to participate and not rank anything, how is that pointful? Like, where's the? Well, did you have more than twenty-five Cerritos in your bracket? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here also and say this, Bubba Joe. All right. Uh, no, maybe you know what? 
Um, I, I had a guy on my server who ranked sixth, and he had no Cerritos. I was going to say, th- there was... I-, I can tell you this. Based on what I've seen and based on the conversations I've had with Scopely, all right, there was conversation. I told you at the beginning of the month, Bubba Joe, that we had to be somewhat prepared. We had to be a little bit careful with this opportunity that was given to us, right? And that was simply, hey, if nobody buys the ship because they know they can earn it next month, then chances are we're not going to get this opportunity in the future, right? That has been something of literally constant monitoring throughout the entire month. And I can tell you, based on the conversations that I had, right, there were there was not the level of adoption that Scopely was hoping for here. At least not early. All right. Maybe towards the end of the battle pass, possibly. Uh maybe once people unlocked it, they decided maybe to buy the fifty dollar pack or this or that. But it certainly wasn't as exciting. It wasn't as breaking the bank as, as kind of everybody was hoping it would be. All right. And not to mention that, Karkin, but we saw at the beginning of the month where the Cerritos, uh, what was it called? The Ritos upgrade event. There was mm-hmm. very few people in those leaderboards. All right. So I, I would be curious. Would you win? No. I agree you would not win. All right. Um, but to place... And and that is something I'm going to be really, really taking a hard line on here lately, Bubba right. Joe. And yeah, because we, we talked were... the even Turf Wars, which I'll, I'll say this and then I'll go back to Bubba. You know, we talked about Turf Wars, and I know that that's a big topic for a lot of people, but that ALB went 50 people deep, and, and the XSLB went, what, 100 or 200 deep? 250. It's, 250. It's not always about winning. It's not always about winning. It's about placing. We just talked in this Mariner event. Like, some people only needed a top 25 finish to, to cap her off. It's not always about winning. It's about strategically uh, planning your spend to get what you need. Now, in the case of the Borg event, I agree with Karkin that there was a clear advantage for players to, to use the Cerritos in that solo leaderboard. of which I have always argued is something that you need to look at and look at your state of gameplay and decide if it's something you can chew off. All right? But the simple question of could you play in it? Absolutely. And the paired SMS that came with it, could you complete it? Absolutely. For sure. 100%. No doubt. So... So, I, don't, I don't know if I can get behind something that you weren't allowed to play in. Really, truthfully, if you want something that you couldn't play in, second chance. That was something you couldn't play in. Um, of course, that is a forever ongoing event, so I understand why people think of it as part of the arc, even though technically you, it's not, but it was. Go ahead. Second chance, though, didn't show up if you didn't have the ship. That's my point. That's my point. That, that would be a better argument than the Borg event. You know what I'm saying? It just didn't show up if you didn't buy the Cerritos. That said, it's... I can see the... Remember its name? I'd never seen it. Do what? Couldn't remember its name because I couldn't. I'd never seen it. (laughs) Fair fair Uh, point. The Cerritos event on Wednesdays. It's not. So they didn't populate. So Cerritos second chance. Like that was that was it, right? So it's not like you were blocked from getting doing ticketed events. Or some of these other events, yes, there was an advantage to people that engaged with the Cerritos. 
But there were plenty of people that did plenty well in their different brackets. You know, they may not have won. Fine, they didn't win. But you could do well. You could you could place. You could get rewards from a leaderboard. You weren't blocked. That's the thing. I'm telling I you, to, the I math sure, I did, I I you were not blocked. I wasn't going to place in the Borg event. And that's certainly possible. All right? And, you know, just like any other SLB, you got to decide if you've got the if you've got the gusto to pull it off. All right? I'm, I am, I didn't place in the Ritos event. And hell, I even had the Ritos. So Ritos, see, can't even think of the right name. I, I didn't place in that event either time. And I even had the ship. All right? Because I didn't spend the extra on the materials or the research or this or that. I didn't, I didn't place. All right? And that's fine. I didn't try because I knew that I was going to have to spend more than I wanted to spend if I was going to do it. Just like any SLB. All right? That being said, the SMS... All right, which is is literally 100% of my focus through any free to play arc or any free to play perspective has always been around around the SMS. And you totally could have done that. All right? It's it's hard for me Karkin to get behind leaderboards. I know that you like leaderboards. But it's hard for me to get behind leaderboards because they're not for everybody and they're certainly not free to play for everybody. All right? The SMSs is is how I always gauge an arc. Event store months, that's how we gauge it, is, is the SMSs and, and only if the leaderboard would be a gimme. Well, this one wasn't. You know, leaderboards are very often outside of my scope of making sure that everybody has a fair shot to play because leaderboards are rarely ever fair. <laughs> I mean, really truthfully. They're just not. Depends on where you are in the game. I mean, look look at the level 39 a little bit ago who who had someone who pushed 40, all right? I think that's not as much a detriment as as maybe even worse. What about a what about a 34 that just pushed, pushed 35, Bubba Joe, and now he's got 35 and 36 and all those materials that he can spend in the 34 bracket? You know, so there are absolute cases where SLBs just suck, all right? Maybe this was one for you, but it's certainly not something that... that we can sit and, and judge on everyone being able to play because that's not how SLBs work. That's just, that's not, all right? Gator does say on uh, on the arguing point, Borg is one of the leaderboards that's grindable normally. I would, again, kind of kind of agree with that, except it's not even then, all right? Because you're still limited to the number of cells that you can get. So everybody is going to have the same number of cells, but I'm going to be able to kill more Borgs than Karkin would be. So even then, it's not truly fair, you know? Well, but you wouldn't be in the same bracket as Karkin. Maybe not, but but somebody who... Karkin, didn't we... What was your Borg-killing crew? We talked about this a week or two ago. I don't remember. Well, it varies, but I had questions about the one... I, I was just... I remember asking if you'd get more mitigation or uh, damage reduction right. from switching your mud two to the captain seat. Let me ask, uh, just off the cuff, would somebody who has Harrison have an unfair advantage in the board killing event? I mean, you have the same number of cells. I get that. Possibly. But if somebody has Harrison, I, is that not an advantage? I won the second leaderboard. I won the second leaderboard with Harrison. The first run through, I didn't have Harrison, um, and I got second or third. But I don't know what the crew was with the person who got first. 
I just ran out of cells. What about um, Old Man Mud? Having him at tier five. Yo, what's up, baby boy? What you doing? Um, Steve is Aaron's little boy. What about tier five Mud, Bubba Joe, versus a tier three? Is that an advantage for somebody who's hunting Borg? Probably. All right, so... But, I mean... But you still, but Borg, you have alternate crews that aren't either of those, right? You can still run Pike Moreau Talon or sure. Five Talon Chen, right? You, there are other crews you can run that you can still grind up a bunch of Borg. Um, so I, I don't know that it's like, I mean, there, we've talked about how there are crews to grind more Borg that As compared to probes. aren't necessarily yeah. going to get you more probes, right? So for an event like that, maybe you're not going all probes. You're going, I want to hit as many ships as I can. So again, it's it's all about determining what you want to do. Well, and that's true. Look, uh, BK points out, as well as Starbase, you know, uh, a pylum owner was just able to just slaughter Borg all day long. And, and I actually saw this on one server. A guy just left his pylum in there. Like, okay, he would grind. Then he'd go to sleep. He'd wake up the next day. It was still there because it couldn't die. Nobody could kill it. BK did it for three days. Just left the Borg in there. How many cells did you use, BK? It's not a curiosity. What, two? One? <laughs> One cell. So, now listen. That's obviously a an issue in, you know, the level 46 bracket. Okay? I And, and I think this just illustrates my point, Bubba Joe. That this was not just a simple go kill hostiles or spend time killing hostiles. That's not what this was. Right. right. And like a lot of different oh, leaderboards, there's different ways to approach it and different ways. If I was playing in BK's bracket, I would have known first place is not mine to have. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I just would have known. Yes. Yeah. So, so this is not like in the past when they ran a isogen mining event. Yeah, you can mine isogen, but if you didn't buy the ship this month, you were not competing in those events at in the slightest, right? There was there was a massive scoring imbalance between the players that had the Meridian and players that did not, right? So so I didn't see this month that uh, there was there was second chance, which is an internal event, so I don't consider that part of the arc, although it launched in the arc is new, but it's not part of the arc, it's an eternal event. Um, and then uh, the Rhinos event, which is just a simple upgrade event that they've had. I, I don't see that there was a lot you were being excluded from if you didn't buy the ship early. So I don't think that that's a I don't think that's a fair argument to say that. Well, if you didn't, if you weren't spending on the ship, you couldn't do any. Like you, you could do all of the events. You just had to decide how you were going to invest your time. Well, and not only that, and K twenty one points out to to the point that you just made is in the month of the Meridian, there were events that made the Meridian great. Right? Obviously there was. Um, and it provided the advantage. And in those leaderboards, someone without a Meridian was probably not going to win. All right? They could play. How did we get the Meridian then? Did we earn it or did we buy it? It was free in Milestone 20. All right? But during the arc, you wouldn't have had it to mine with. All right? So there again, another example of a leaderboard type event where the advantage was given to those who invested in the product. Let me let me ask, if there's absolutely no motivation or no incentive for somebody to buy something, then what the heck are we doing? If we had to ask ourselves where the incentive is for Scopely to want somebody to buy something early, if we legit have to ask that question, then we're kind of wondering 
you know, why why they're still in business, I think. I don't think I'm saying that quite right, Bubba. <laughs> I don't think I'm communicating that thought right. No, you're not. Uh, can you Do you know where I'm going? You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. No, there's, if, there's no incentive. Like, there's no extra incentive to get it early if other than just to have it. Right. I mean, they, they need to sell stuff to make money, right? They got to make money yeah. to keep the game alive. They got to sell stuff. There has to be a reason for people to buy that stuff. All right. And while there were and zero an SMSs. It was fine. Yeah. And an extra event or two is fine compared to all the events, as Bubba said, that everyone could still do anyway. Well, that's true. And, and not only that, there, all the SMSs this month were completable. All right. Every single one of them, they were all completable. Uh, and, and that is truthfully how I have always, and I'm not going to deviate this month. That's always how I have judged an arc, Bubba Joe, is at least with regards to events, has been on what the free to play can do with the SMSs. And this month, I don't feel like, uh, I don't feel like it was too far off the beaten path. You know, the only one, like you say, uh, or like Harkin said, was second chance. And, and just because that is a Cerritos based event, but it's also a forever event. So that said, the what, where I started with this, Bubba Joe, was the refinery, all right? And the refinery being really, really, really good. And again, a long-term sourcing. You know, w- when we got the, the amalgam refinery and we started saying, okay, this is how we're going to get wharf. And then we realized we were getting one shard every three days, Bubba Joe. Like, that feels just... That feels horrible. <laughs> There's no other word for it. That feels really bad. Perfect. All right. This the one. Wharf, the Honor Guard Wharf acquisition feels bad. It feels bad. All right. This one is really real. This one is substantive. All right. I mean, you're earning enough uh, Irvinite to do one pull every single day. And I don't know about you guys. I have done it. Uh, I've front loaded it. All right, I'm doing the 2,000, the 2,000, the 2,000, and then a 1,000. Then I'm going off for two, three days. All right? Um, but that's how I'm doing it, and and I've been very, very satisfied with the sourcing out of that chest for all, right, for so, all three officers. So I want to address something here. So for K21, who's who's arguing with me here. So he might not be like, arguing. K, K21 <laughs> is like the, the world's most paramount, like, sarcastic arguer. He might be arguing with you, but only to reinforce you. He does that to so, me all the, all the time, right? Paywalled. <laughs> hashtag Timewalled. Slash Urbanite Walled. So, slash Cerritos Walled. Cerritos Walled. There you go. I like that one. Cerritos Walled. <laughs> Cerritos Walled. Um, so, oh, he says he's actually so, arguing here. Okay. Six minutes a day. That's not correct. As you are able to level up your Cerritos, which obviously I have paid to do, but as you are leveling up your Cerritos... The, the cost to do the support goes down and the duration goes up. You get a double benefit. My support goes over five minutes now and I can do three a day. So, I, yes, it, you are only getting 6,000 of that a day. But as you level up the shit, which is not going to be instantaneous, it's going to take people time. It is going to get better as you invest in the ship, which, by the way, is how the discovery worked. Right. I mean, the discovery gained efficiency as you leveled up the ship. So this is not this is not a new thing. Right. So get and and you're getting double efficiency because it lasts longer and becomes cheaper to use. Well, and not only that, uh, I want to point out that we you're you're right initially that it's that it's two uses per day. 
All right, and and I'll go with that because even I'm I'm you know I didn't buy to upgrade. Mine is still tier one. All right, just so we're all clear and on the same page. I'm still tier one. Uh, level five. I'm getting three minutes and twenty seconds. All right. Um, I did do the warp engine part. I did that one first. So now I'm at twenty nine hundred instead of three, but still not much not much different there. Now, I will say that. Crazy enough, Bubba, I'm more excited about using this limited supply than I was of my cloaks. You know, cloaks is the same thing, K21. You only get a handful a day, right? But people seem to be using those in a way that is strategic for them. And people did fight it in the beginning, right, Bubba Joe? They did. Yep. We complained. Yep. We hated it. Even LMNOP well, says still, still cloaks are dumb. But they still bring it up. But do you use them, Elemental P? Do you use them any? DJ Gurr says, I never use my cloak. Elemental P says, not really. Nope, not acceptable. Yes or no is the question. Do you only use your daily. cloak? I'm, I'm okay. with Gregor, only for the daily. I do one, one cloak a day. I don't even do my dailies, but you know why? I've got like 15,000 of that stuff banked up, so I don't really care about it anymore. You know where I am using it? Used it and rescue the crew. I'm using it helping my team with some bigger armadas. I mean, listen, it's not a huge part of my gameplay. I only get a couple a day. All right? It's not a huge part of my gameplay. But it does help when the situation arises. Moreover, though, I will point out, Quasair is right. It appears that Tetrion sourcing is better than it used to be. I kind of feel like maybe... I'm just going to throw this out here because I don't know how accurate this is, Rip. But it almost feels like Live Ops agrees with the player base that a $200 Tetrion cap is a little bit too light. Why would I say that, Bubba Joe? Like, why, why would I say that? Well, because the, the larger ships require more Tetrions to be able to use their cloak, and so they're getting far fewer cloaks per day than someone using a level 26 ship. Right, so I, I agree with you. I think that's, that's why they've been sourcing a little bit more. You got it, So Oblivious. that people can use their cloak. You yes. got it. Yes, Oblivious has it. They keep giving more away. Look at the screenshots, you guys. How many of you guys are holding more than 200 Tetrions? All right. They, they came in. Oh, 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 BK says no. Then you're using them. I caught you, BK. Caught you! <laughs> then you're using them. All right? You say I don't do the dailies. Well, that's fine. The Tetrions don't come from your dailies. The Tetrions are coming from events, battle pass, event rewards. Okay? And if you are currently below 200, then you're using them. All right? Uh, let's take a look at this month's battle pass. There were some even in there, I'm pretty sure, right? Let's see. Uh, pretty sure. I think there was. Right here, milestone 10, elite, there's 90. Milestone 16, elite, there's 140. All right. Um, that would be it. That's it? Okay. From the elite. From the elite. From the elite, yeah. I'm not, looking, I'm not looking through the top one either. Um, but there was a handful. All right. Um, I don't know that there were... I don't remember if there were events this month that paid it, but I know that there have been. The bottom line is this. This ship was not intended to be the 100% from now on, this is the only ship you ever use ship, right? I mean, it's just not. Oh my God, Dragon Keeper, how do you have 2,000? 
All right, see, now I would believe the Dragon Keeper doesn't use his, Bubba. Like that, BK right there, that's an example of someone who's not using their Tetrions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I don't believe it's fake, Master Blaster. That's just somebody who's not using them because there's been that many paid out. Absolutely. He says, I got fed ships only. Well, he ain't using them. All right, or he could have bought them. That's fine, too. All right, I could have I could have gotten... Yeah, I'll tell you. I got... How many were in... Uh, how many were in the Sarco cloak pack? Because I got that many, Bubba Joe, when I bought my sarcophagus cloak this month. Uh, a bunch, actually. Yeah. Yep, there sure was. I, there was probably, what, 1,000, 2,000? I don't know how many were in there. There was, there was a, a I was lot. It was like seven or 800, but yeah, I might have been. Might have been. I am down. Here, I'll show you my screenshot. Okay, right there. I got 445. That's what I got left. All right, and I bought a pack for Tetrions this month. <laughs> Crazy. I know, Chaos. What a moron. When did you turn in your, when did you grab your Elite Battle Pass? The paid one. Uh, late. Is it, it jumped me up. It was like, I seem to recall like I used mine and then I was about to get, you know, I was just under and then I ended up having like 460. So it at least had like 250 or 260 yeah. in the top path. Okay. So maybe 500 or so throughout the entire battle pass. My point is this, this is not a ship, um, that is, that is the 100%. Now everybody's going to use it all day, every day of a Joe. This is just like, uh, a cloaking mechanic. It's just like disco. Listen, disco, in the very beginning, you guys don't remember this, but this was the same way. The the go-go juice that you had to refine unless you paid. You remember Bubba Joe? I mean, now a lot of I us do. are hold, a lot of us are holding banks of hundreds of thousands of go-go juice. Why do you think that is, Bubba? Why are all your uh, your VIP players holding hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of mycelium? Listen to this community, Bubba. What's the answer? Because they use it, and because they prioritized getting it from event stores or cash stores. Well, not only that, but it wasn't every day available. These Correct. players, well, these, I'm still not every day available. These players have built massive banks of cultivated mycelium because they're scared of when it will become available next. Right. All right. I mean, even even me, I actually skipped it in the last event store. And I probably shouldn't have, but I did. I am down to, well, I might be okay. I'm down to 375,000, Bubba. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I use it somewhat sparingly. I will use it when I absolutely need to or when it's going to make a huge difference in my gameplay. All right, but 375,000, that's what I'm holding. 377, anyway. That's what I'm holding. And, and I probably will invest in it the next time it rolls around. This is what I'm talking about. These are some of these currencies. So let's wrap up with this, Bubba Joe, as we get ready to wrap up the show. What are the important things that we need to be on the lookout as these things present and make available? Not only that, but for... I mean, listen, there's the obvious ones, right? Materials, ultra spends. Look at BK. Uh, guys, look at her in the chat. I get scared if I have less than a million cultivated mycelium. I'm kind of that way, BK. Mine's half a million because I don't use it as often as, as some of you guys do. 
And and yeah, I'm at three hundred and seventy-seven thousand. I'll probably buy it next time it becomes available. I don't like getting this low, but last time the pack was out, I think I had like six or seven hundred thousand. I used it a lot for turf wars. So, Ravager says I use it every single day, and and that's kind of the correlation that I'm drawing here. This is early, but but do you think it's unreasonable to expect that the Cerritos will have some type of efficiency research? Some type of efficiency crew. I mean, is oh, there no. is there I'm any 100% other percent certain they'll have an efficiency crew? Of course there is there any ship in the game that doesn't have a quote unquote crew that's designated for that ship? Any ship. Hijacked? Uh, okay. I'll actually go with you on that. Stella? Nope. Mud crew. And crazy enough. Crazy enough. All right, before, no. I, no, hang on. Before anybody calls me out on that, you know what I'm using for, for my Stella here these days? I'm not even kidding you. Old Man Mud, Roe Mud, and Harrison. Or Old Man Mud, Roe Mud, and Ston. And yes, I did buy the Prime. Old Man Mud and Roe Mud are sick on the Stella. Just throwing that out there. Someone says Meridian. Nope. You've got officers for the Meridian. You've got specific isogen mining officers. Moreover, you could use the protected cargo stuff, but you do have, uh, what's her name? Arian. All right. And Aaliyah Mackinnon. All right. LMNOP says Rialta. No, I meant, I meant event ships. All right. Because, I mean, even some of the factions, although arguably some of the factions do have designated crew, but no, I'm talking about the event ships. All Frank right. A has an officer. Frank A has one. Correct. Um, Vidar, no, can't go with that. Vidar has the Borg officers. I mean, who doesn't fly Vidar without five of 11? All right. Well, and the Borg, there's, there's specific Borg officers that work specifically on the Stella, right? So you can go with the oh, seven the crew. Vidar. Yeah, seven crew. Yeah, for the Borg probes. Absolutely. Um, let's see what else we got. Disco, of course, has Stamets and Culber. Uh, yeah, K-21, by the way, he he's liking the mud crew, too. Avix, Goon, and Ston. You know, when my mud is on an away team, here's another one, Bubba Joe. K-21, good call. When my mud is on an away team, I'll run Goon as captain with Roe on the side and Ston. That's also really sick. Why would that be, Bubba Joe? Because Goon is Extra getting me... Criticals. Yeah, he's giving me a bunch of crits. He's giving me a bunch of crits. I'm telling you, once... I don't know the- why you're... I don't know why you're not just running Ston. That's what I, that's what I said. I'll run no, no, no. St- just Ston. Oh, just Ston? <laughs> nah, nah. I still need a little bit more than that. Still need a little bit of oomph. All right. Uh, Sarko. Sarko came out during Territory Capture, which was not part of the Disco crew. You could argue that Lorca, Killy, and Empress Giorgio were meant for the Sarko, which kind of still are for a Sarko that's going out and hitting yeah. notes well <laughs> mine is now <laughs> it is well now. when it launched it certainly wasn't yeah it's correct it, yeah it, yeah might have, might have taken a minute and a half to go from note, to note. <laughs> it took it took a little time all right it did. um but yeah so anyway my point circling back around all right is that I absolutely 1,000% expect some type of efficiency model for this ship. 
we've got a whole research tree dedicated to cloaking. Uh, kind of, not a whole tree, but a whole block of nodes. I would not expect that this would be any different. As a matter of fact, let's. I know I'm jumping back and forth between two topics, but we saw this past month, Bubba, the um, event that came up for tearing up the treasury, right? We saw that. And I yes. was I was caught off guard because I didn't Which have... Which is, I think, what we were going to talk about. Yeah, and, and I'm kind of blending all these together, and, and maybe it's not going to make sense to somebody listening. I'm sorry, my head's cloudy. But my the whole point that I wanted to talk about is what should we be prepared for? What is Scopely potentially going to now use? We know the obvious ones. We know materials. We know directives, right? Uh, we know ultras, even though this is like only the second or third time it's ever happened. You know, we clearly identified this back in October. It happened again. All right. I, I think that these are very normal currencies in which we're going to have to be careful. Here's another one, trade XP. Although I am on record and, and personally practice it myself that I believe the benefits of spending your trade XP now could far outweigh anything you could get in a leaderboard. All right. And, and I believe that. Uh, I'm looking for my trade XP right now, so you guys don't think I'm a liar. Where is trade XP? Is it in the other tab? I'm trying to find it. Yes, it's in the other tab. Okay. Here. So you guys know that I'm not full of poopy. There you go. That's what I'm holding, Bubba Joe. It would give you a heart attack. I've not been hoarding that. Why would I not be hoarding that? Because right. you get more benefit in using it than you do out of the event that allows you to spend it. You bet. All right. I'm essentially choosing my rewards when it comes to trade XP. You bet I'm spending it as best I can. All right. Um, now I want to add something new to that list. And I was thinking about this, Bubba Joe. This, we don't even know if it'll ever come back. But this month, we were introduced with an event, which, by the way, was labeled Elite. So... Not a whole lot of getting too awful upset. The fact that there was an any building mechanic to the treasury upgrade event gave players the opportunity to play in that event where they really intended for it to be a spend event. If you really want to know my, my harsh truth reality opinion, Bubba Joe, they made that event so that some players could participate, but it was totally meant as, as a spender's event. There's no way that it wasn't, all right? Four tiers of the treasury or five, all right? That was massive. You were not doing that without spending. Now, I could do, here's my screenshot, I could do another two levels of my treasury right now. And what would it give me, Bubba Joe? Two levels of my treasury right now. It would give me um, another 10% mining speed, Another 4% protected cargo and the same on my cargo capacity. That's what it would give me if I blitz this thing right now. But do you think that I'm going to now, community? And I know, listen, Bubba, we've had this conversation. Scopely is just going to keep making me hoard and hoard and hoard and save and save and save so that I'm never going to be able to progress or play in this game. And I get that. I do understand it. Bubba, you said you planned your progression around a week two spending auction. I planned my progression this month around a week three materials blitz. I'm doing it right now. So I understand that some players feel like that Scopely is dictating your progression. And in some ways, they kind of are. 
if you're OCD about efficiency. But they're not really. This was an elite event. It was meant for spending. Although Scaly, you know what? He describes it really, really good, Bubba. He says it feels like you're walking a tightrope the whole time. That's probably very accurate. True. But I think that because there is... So there's definitely a priority, right? So you and I both spend. You know, there's a lot of people who in this game that spend, obviously. And for us, if we miss out on an event, or there's an event that comes, we can go, well, hopefully I can make up these materials or these resources or this officer with something I can do later on, right? But because there's so few opportunities for some of these things, right? Now, things like officer sourcing have gotten better, right? That is true. But because there are, you know, that certain packs are not always available, whether it's the uh, servos pack or the ACC pack or whatever, right? So you have to think about when that event comes, I've got to be ready to engage in that event because I don't know if the event's going to come again or when it might come again. When can I get this potentially very limited resource, right? And that's the frustrating thing as a player. If if we knew, you know, and I'm not saying that he should because I understand the, the idea of, of of letting people see events as they come up and 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 wanting to invoke spending when an event surprises players i get all of that but my point is is that it makes it very frustrating to progress because you don't know what new limited availability thing is going to pop up that's going to require a special resource that you have a limited access to yeah and and i get that which is why i kind of say that you know this this was a lesson that I'm taking away this month. All right. Now I, I do want to point out and I want to thank because I didn't even remember to be perfectly honest with you. I didn't even remember. And I've just now checked my notes and he's absolutely right. Server 187's general chaos says, listen, DJ, you told us on day one, you said not to upgrade. So I was meant, I was good. I watched your event guide video and I didn't do it. Did I put that in the event guide video? J4D says the same thing. I read the schedule, watched your video, took the suggestion and did it without spending. I was that must have been in from day one then, Bubba Joe. If I put it in the event god video, then that event was in there from day one. Is that true? I don't remember. <laughs> I honestly don't remember the event guide video. I don't I don't remember. I thought it surprised me. General Chaos says, Yep, it was in there. Well then players have no excuse. <laughs> players got no excuse. Madam Stargazer says, Yep, it was there. Well then you know what? It was in the calendar, day one. I don't even know why I'm talking about it then. I thought it surprised me. That said, Let's make sure it doesn't surprise people in the future. Is the benefit from leveling the treasury enough to keep you from 20 ROM shards? And who knows if it'll be that way in the future? It may not be. All right. Maybe next month it's 20 Mariner shards. Or 20 Badgie shards at this point. They're more rare. (laughs) All right. All I'm saying. The Badgie shards are gold. Yeah, maybe. All I'm saying is here, this is one where the benefits don't necessarily outweigh. Let me ask you, Bubba. Would you rather have 10% mining speed or 20 ROM shards? 20 ROM shards. Of course. Anybody else? Not not a contest. Would anybody have preferred the 10% mining speed? Hmm. Mm. To be honest, I did it for the cats shards. No, or the cats shards. <laughs> Fine. No, the cats shards. My point is this: these optical diodes may now potentially be
be a material that we want to look at spending closely. You'll still have an opportunity every month. And by the way, we're assuming that this is going to be an every month thing. We don't know. It certainly makes sense. It fits the narrative, Bubba. I'm not at all surprised that they ran an upgrade the treasury event during the treasury lockbox event. Okay? Not at all surprised. We could probably assume that these things come paired up. All right? What I do think is worth talking about, and I really hope some is something Scopely will look at in the future, is how they bracketed this event. The bracket of the event was not based on ops, from what I understand. Correct. See, I didn't... There wasn't a leaderboard. It was just the milestone, right? Uh, there was a leaderboard. Oh, see, I probably didn't plan that either. <laughs> Let me look. Uh, let's go back and find this event. Upgrade the treasury. Let's reset the filters. I have no idea what the date was on that. It started on... Did it run all 15 days? No, it ran... The leaderboard ran for, for three or four... And then the uh, SMS ran for a full week. All right. So let's just look for treasury events that started. Here we go. Upgrade the treasury. Yep. SLB ran for five days. And the requirements were. That's interesting, Ripper. Site shows one bracket. But I know Mm, there was one. Upgrade the treasury solo leaderboard. Oh yeah, that's that's a bit fubar. You can't select the different uh, treasury because you told me that it used an entirely new targeting targeting mechanism this month, right? Yes, I didn't didn't have time to build the the selector for which building level you're in. So what what did it use? It it used the treasury tre- level. Treasury level. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> which based on a range. So basically, everything with the same daily optical diode bundle was in the same segment. Ah, okay. Interesting that that's how they chose to do it, Bubba, given the fact that the daily payouts are garbo anyway. That's interesting. Not everybody gets 17 diodes. So 10 through 19, 20 through 29. 30 through 39, 40 through 49. But based on the level. So you could have... You could have a level 40 player with a level 15 and he was in with the level 15 building players. Hmm. Yes. Yes. If they both had the same level of treasury. Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. They did the same That's with the uh, syndicate XP leaderboard says K 21. See, mm-hmm. yes. I, I'll be honest with you folks. This is, this is the stuff that I don't pay attention to because it was a leaderboard. I don't, pl- I don't play. I didn't play. So but I have to know it because know. you know, things like that. I just didn't have time yet to, Fix the UI for that one. I didn't play it. So the reason I bring this up is this is a new way of targeting the event, right? So was it good? It didn't allow somebody. I think it's good, right? Because it allowed people to do, you know, it it did not allow a level fifteen who only has to spend, you know, a hundred particles to get three levels to compete with someone who has to spend fifteen hundred particles per level, right? Um, well, there, 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 mm, there is an argument to be made that the so if you, if you are a higher level player with a lower level building, you have an easier time reaching the upper bound of what you can do, while the lower level player doesn't have that high of an upper bound. Well, I was also going to say, and, and let that, me, that makes sense. The building is limited by the ops level. 
Right. So a level 40 can still take their building up to level 40, whereas a level 35 can only take their, level, their building up to level 35. Well, yeah, no, I guess I get that. So you're saying, what? can you give me an example of one bracket, let's say in the 30s, Rip? Like, was, was it 30 through 39 or 20 through 29? So let's pretend. What? Oh, yeah. Have you just looked at the event? Yeah. It's one? Yeah. I'm looking okay. at it right now. It, it's got okay. weird characters then on it. Then it's all you, all you know. There's no secondary segmentation. It's everyone with the ops level in the same building building level ranges in the same well but what what was the was the bracket for the exact same building level or was it was it spanned they surely didn't write 50 versions no for the range right for each optical diode bundle so 0 through 10 11 through 20 21 through 30 etc etc right yes yes we've been through that so Somebody who and the ops level is relevant. So if you're an op sixty with a level five treasury, you are potentially with people that are like level twenty, which obviously means that your upper bound that you can reach for that treasury building is a lot higher without investing much. Does I was going to say. So the packs did the packs have different numbers of diodes? I'm sure they would have, right? Uh, I don't know. I would. I think the packs were scaled based on your level of treasury. I don't. I. I'd have. To, I don't know. I'd have to ask some other ops level players. What was it? And, and also, if you got if you got your desealing rod early as well, you could you could use that in your leaderboard as well. And did that amount change per ops? I think it did. The number so, of rods you got, I'm almost sure that it that it changed. Yeah, so King Eagle said it did too. Possibly, but but like so for someone who say in that ops thirty break um, ops thirty could only take their building up to level thirty. If even if you opened up your treasury and had the optical diodes to upgrade, you may have already had your building. Whereas someone ops forty five could still have another ten or twelve. Uh, levels of building yeah. that they could do. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm kind of wondering, but this bracket. doesn't. I mean, I didn't play in it because I don't give a damn. But this sounds like it's got a lot of. This sounds like it's got a, a lot of problems. I, I appreciate the fact that they looked at a new targeting mechanism. I mean, we've asked for that. This one in particular, I don't know if it feels right. You know. So so let's go uh, the other one. Let's go there. Typically, again, that was a SLB and a SMS. So still the same argument between a leaderboard and a milestone. You look at what you can compete and level in compared to not. Although in saying that, you're not as an ops thirty, you're not expecting to have a level forty five in your same bracket. Hmm. So, so let's talk about the other side of this, okay? So let's say we did it by ops level, and BK and I are in the same bracket, and because we're both fifty one plus, right? And uh, my treasury was level 43 and hers was level 5. Is it fair that she gets to spend a few hundred diodes and win the leaderboard, whereas I have to spend 10,000 diodes just to complete the SMS? Well, you're taking me back to the board conversation we had a little bit ago. Is an SLB fair? All right. I would argue that by BK only having a level 5 treasury that maybe for that event, that was the incentive she needed to actually go ahead and upgrade it and this and that. But really, truthfully, how much, how much, 
uh, benefit has she lost by never investing into it in the first place? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I, I, I get that point, but it's we really... We talked about not much. Yeah, but it's no... Eh. No, you... But from... Yeah, but you don't lose anything. What do you mean? The level of the treasury is completely irrelevant. Well, no, to the lockbox, maybe, but it's not to the buffs that the building gives. And so that's why I say maybe it is not worth oh, it, Bubba Joe. I'm, I maybe. Those. Yeah. I don't, I don't use Because <laughs> he doesn't mind. That's right. Um, Bubba, maybe BK was anticipating this style of an event, planned properly, and ended up smoking you because you had to have it last month. I mean, I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. I... I'm just saying, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of mechanical failures that can happen. What if what if somebody, even in Steven Zaren's case, let's not take it quite so quite so harshly. Let's look at a level 20 and a level 29 that are in the same bracket. All right? And a level 29, uh, let, let's just even pretend that the um that both players you know what? Your your example is exactly the same. Both of you are 29. One of you's got a level 20. The other one has a level 29. Then the level 20 has a much better uh, opportunity to score. I get that. But again, first of all, the the event itself was labeled elite. All right? Moreover, it was an elite solo leaderboard. This was an event designed to entice people to spend. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You had the SMS, which everyone pretty much had the opportunity to do. And as we said before, with the leaderboard, mm. you can decide whether you want to do it. You you might have had an opportunity to crack at it, but very few players, very few players were in an opportunity or in a position to do that free to play. The event was labeled elite. And you know what? Uh, Truck and yeah. Chick wasn't able to do it. Uh, I think Bernard did it. Bernard did it with like 35 or 40 generator buildings he won't be able to do that again all right ransusi has got it right it was designed to get you to spend on the desealing rod although i'm here to tell you it even this month i got it done with maybe two levels to spare next month there won't be enough diodes in there to go but, four but, and a half on, levels hang on. He's saying it's to spend. if they couldn't do it anyway without the spend you wouldn't be able to do it while spending because if you couldn't do it you didn't have enough building levels to upgrade. Well, that's kind of my point. It, it, that's Bubba's point. So spending or not spending wasn't going to make any difference. Well, that's exactly... Unless you didn't have the optical diodes. That's Bubba's point. Bubba's point is he had reached max potential. Now, I think you didn't in this event, Bubba. You ended up being able to play it. But you, it's not infinity, right? You've only got, what, one more event potential in you, and then you're done with this event. Right? Yeah. Pretty much. And so I feel like we've got to look at the intent of this event for what it is. This may be something that we don't always get a chance to go around. If, if you get your treasury to your max ops level, then you're literally done with it forever. Because so, even, even in a future run, maybe you ops up, right? And you could go and then get what? One level of the treasury? Once you get the treasury... Now, guys, what you're missing here is this. Once your treasury is equal to your ops level, you will literally never be able to play in this event again. Ever. All right? So I kind of wonder, Bubba, if it's a long-term event or if there's going to be something else to this at some point. Maybe maybe it just becomes about SMSs. Maybe it's one level or maybe it's diodes spent. I don't know. 
but it's something that I am willing to take a look at and say, listen, the event or the benefit of upgrading my treasury at this point is uh, the benefit of upgrading to get those buffs not worth what I could potentially lose in this style of SMS again. And I would encourage players to hold back on this a little bit until we see what happens with the next lockbox event. All right. Shinjo says, you know, you could uh, go up four levels of ops in about a year, year and a half, and then come back and do that treasury SMS again. And you know what? You're right. (laughs) That's a possibility, Bubba. But it just doesn't feel like this event has a whole lot of life in it. You know? So... But this is exactly the kind of event I think we need to see more of. So let me let me explain. This event said if you are at this level, you are going to spend approximately this type of ops. Right? Does that make sense? Right? You're gonna spend this much resource to be able to to do something in this event, right? You're not gonna get the same benefit of a building level. You know, every person in your bracket was spending approximately the same resources to compete in that event. Right. Which is just like we have in our ship events, which is just like we have in, in, in other events that are saying like the the uh, epic spend. Right. So the ultra spend. Right. You didn't get, you know, more points if you spent premiums or or unlocked with transporter patterns. Right. It was simply what you spent on epics. Now, that was bracketed by ops. But if you think of it a ship event, everyone's getting the same. They have to spend, you know, they're spending so many in parts, right? That their parts have to spend or they're spending their XP. This is exactly that. It's saying if you want to get a point for a building level, you're going to spend approximately the same resources as someone you're competing with. And and the only drawback to that argument is, is that the cost of those resources isn't the same to everybody. If an Ops 20 is in my bracket, I'm getting diodes at a much cheaper rate than he is because I'm getting more because my Ops level is higher. Um, no. Yeah. No. 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 Unless you're buying them. Well, yeah. No, no your diodes are the same based on your. You're bu- your All right. Based on the daily. Your- based on the daily claim, but the lockbox scaled. Okay, it did. So I got now 19, that I got nineteen hundred. I, I got nineteen hundred in my box. Be, that should be something that is looked at, right? For purchasing or the lockbox, like that is something that should be looked at. But the the bracketing based on the level of the treasury. I'm. I'm not going to say. This I, I would walk I back. Think this is exactly what needs to happen. I would go back and I would walk with you on that, Bubba. Except it would have to be reliant on a currency. It would have to be reliant on a currency that does not scale by ops. And what doesn't scale by ops? I mean, literally, uh, charge nanoprobes doesn't scale by ops. That's the first one that I can think of. Syndicate XP. I. Th- well, well, really, the only s- other event that we had is what we just said, the Syndicate XP. All the, the events that we've had have been based on the Syndicate level of the player, where it doesn't, didn't matter whether you were Ops 20 or whether you were Ops 50. But isn't the so number, that's really the only comparison. for example, isn't the number of Syndicate XP in a pack or in the multiphasic store, is that not still Ops dependent? Because I thought it was. Yes. Yeah, see, it, 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 it'd have to be... I, I'm not opposed to it, Bubba Joe, on a fundamental level as far as keeping everybody even, but if if then my $100 buys me twice as many diodes as Karkin, then that's not right either, you know? So I, I don't disagree. I, I, I think that it's a good premise, but then it's going to have to be a universal currency, and I don't know how many of those we have. Even isogen is scaled by ops. Materials is scaled by ops. 
Um, you know, yeah, Syndicate XP scales biops. I mean, it, it, almost everything scales biops. You'd have to, there'd have to be a really, it'd have to be a brand new thing. You know what doesn't scale biops? 28 day tokens. <laughs> All right. The tokens themselves, by the way, the chess contents totally do. All right. But yeah, it would have to be something universally earned by all at the same pace or something universally acquired by everybody at the same pace. And, and I, I don't know that there's enough in this game to justify this model moving forward. Uh, that said, let's, uh, let's go ahead and, and take our final break. When we come back, I, I don't know. We really didn't go into many strategies for safe hoarding. I, just, you know, I, I think what I'm wrapping up with here is what I felt, Bubba, was was this diode event. On the other hand, I saw Element OP right in the chat a little bit ago. Man, screw the SMS. I want my protected cargo and my cargo limits. That's worth more than the headache of competing and hoarding. And that may be for you. Uh, for me, like I'm looking at what I could do next month, 10% mining speed is something I'm willing to give up for the next 30 days if it means I'm going to hook up with another 20 epic shards and 24 rare shards. You know, for me, Bubba, that would be worth it. Depends on you, though. Also, I guess probably very much defend that depends on whether or not you are a purchaser of the lockbox, which is the last thing that we'll touch on right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, wrapping up our Sunday edition coming up right after this. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Cheapstick Lip Balm. Cheapstick costs less because we make it out of pieces of old candles. Introducing Broke Disney World, the first theme park to lose its tax-exempt status in Florida. Oh, boy! The state legislature is taking us for a ride, so we've renamed our rides to keep the cash coming in. Your kids will just love this space for rent mountain. And don't miss the boat ride on it's a small loan after all. Just watch out for those loan sharks in the water. What are you looking at, kid? Don't make me swim over there. And when lunchtime comes, the greasy burgers will give you food for thought at Cinderella's White Castle. I feel strange. Broke Disney World. Our taxes are going up, but our enemies are still going down. You don't talk to me like that, you little piece of shit. Looking for a computer that won't break the bank? Get on down to Hunter Biden's laptops, where we're smoking the competition. And a few other things. Is this a joke? At Hunter Biden's laptops, our salesmen treat everyone equally. We hold these shoes to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. And you'll never feel alone because every laptop is being monitored by the FBI. I gotta get this straight. So don't spend big money on a laptop ever again. Come down to Hunter Biden's laptops, where the deals are so good, people are questioning our sanity. I keep forgetting I'm president.
You're absolutely right. Uh, Bubba Joe, somebody at the beginning of the show said, uh, based on the pre-show music that I was playing, they said, oh boy, DJs is in like 90s angst teenager mode today, which is probably not really wildly wrong. Like I told you, I was feeling really, really rough today. Uh, still not feeling like super great. I'm sure you guys can hear it in my voice. Like I'm not, I'm not operating at 100% here. But, uh, you know, it's funny. You mentioned the flashbacks to high school there, Louis P. When I'm not feeling well, I do. I go back. Like, I don't know. Let's, let's break out the couch cushions here for a second. Criminal rip. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak to you like my therapist. Can I do that? Is Ripper still with us? Bubba Joe, I might have to I might have to have a therapy session with you instead if Ripper's not here. No? Hey, thanks, PK. You have a good night. Uh, oh, thanks, Sir Picard. He says, not at 100% and still the best podcast, DJ. Appreciate it. Uh, where'd Bubba go? Bubba and Ripper are both gone? I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm here. Uh, yeah, like, I want to... I just. I need to sit back for a second. When I feel sick... Okay. Get on the couch. Yeah. Lie back. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Karkin. I'll start drawing pictures on this notepad. Thank you, Dr. Karkin. Listen, Dr. Karkin, when <laughs> when I'm not feeling well, all right, honest to God, I'm not even kidding you. Tell me, tell me who is who is the absolute who who feels this way? Because I feel like I can't be the only one. When I feel sick, Sheldon from Big Bang, I go back. To, no, I go back to like what makes me feel warm and safe. I, this is the this is the most infantile of like any of my responses, Bubba Joe. In my entire life, like there's a couple of like very uh, raw, like very carnal uh, type urges. Like when I'm sick, like all I want is my mom's chicken noodle soup. Like I'm not kidding you. Like it doesn't yep. matter. Doesn't matter how what's going on. Like, I just want to be in my bedroom at my ma's house, like, and I want her to bring me chicken noodle soup, and I want to watch cartoons under my checkered blanket. Like, <laughs> that's that's it, man. I can man. sing you soft, kitty. I know the words. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, like, it's, I yes, Louie P., it was the chicken noodle soup that, like, she left on the stove, and it just simmered all day. Um, and, uh, yeah, Legit. maybe... Maybe carnal wasn't the right word, Scarlett. I'm just thinking of like, like your, your base urge, right? Like, so yeah, maybe not carnal, but but what what am I referring to, Bubba? It's like it, uh, 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 the thing that like just happens in your head. Primal? primal. That's what I was thinking. wasn't carnal. It was primal. Thank you. See, one word can change everything. <laughs> One word could change everything. Yeah, it's that. Like, here I am, and I'm thinking, and I'm just like, I just want to go home. I just want to go home because my mommy would make me chicken noodle soup. I can literally, I can smell it. Well, and it's got to be homemade, too. It can't be this stuff from a can. No, 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 man. She would boil the chicken, right? And she'd take it out, and she'd Mm -hmm. dice it. She'd cut up the carrots and the celery, all right? She would use, like, about the only thing that wasn't homemade about it was that she actually, you know, got the noodles. She she didn't make her own noodles, all right? She got the it was it was the egg noodles, like the really tender, really, you know, soft kind. Mm, some salt and pepper. Today I opened a can of broth and put it in the microwave, hoping it would be the same. <laughs> Not quite. Hopefully you put it in a dish first. I did put it in a dish. 
I did. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because I, I, I mean, I know people that have been sick and they open a can, a metal can, and they stick it in the microwave, and and now they don't have a microwave and and they don't have soup. <laughs> I know. So I know. you gotta be careful when you know you're what, not feeling well. Divine. All right, Divine. I always thought was a dude. Now I know one hundred percent for sure for a fact that she's not. Because this quote is very real. When men are sick, they think they are dying. It's the damn truth, Divine. Okay. It is the absolute damn truth. I could have a headache, and I feel like the world is coming to an end, okay? I am dying here. I am sick. I'm dying. No, Blue, because no guy would ever admit to that, okay? Louis P. says, my wife says I'm a big baby. No guy ever admits to thinking it's the end of the world when he has a cold. That's, that's all this is. Really, truthfully, Bubba Joe, I got probably like a little 24-hour stomach bug. I'm going to be fine tomorrow, Okay. But right now, right now, it's, I wouldn't tell your partner that. Right now, it's so bad. It's that. I'm so sick. I should probably go to the hospital. I should go to the hospital. Maybe they can test me. I, I might have. I might have something wrong with my brain. I need an ambulance. Well, ambulance. That's almost I need an good. ambulance. I need an ambulance. Mommy, I need a tow truck. That's what she used to say when I would stub my toes. She was like, you want me to call the tow truck? So that was... <laughs> so now, anytime I get sick, I tell her, I don't need an ambulance. I need a tow truck. Uh, anyway, okay, fine. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Need an ambulance. All right, folks. Um, yeah, Anakin, that's right. I was dying earlier today, and then I died. Now I'm dead, but I'm f- I'll be fine tomorrow. So, anywho... But, All right. So DJ. Uh, yeah. I, I would definitely give your partner a call. Give my partner a call? What are you talking about? Yep. Hey, you're going to be sick tomorrow. You need a day to recover. I was thinking about it. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. It would look bad because I have Tuesday off. And if I take tomorrow off, it's going to look like I just tried to take like a three-day weekend. I feel like I should probably go to work. But man, I feel like garbage. I really do. I really Go to work, like puke on and, his desk, and then ask him if he wants you to stay. <laughs> yeah, but it's an hour and a half drive to work. I don't want to get there and just vomit and then come home. I'd rather just and, vomit and while he's on the phone. And if what you have is contagious and you get your entire service department sick, how's that going to go? It's not going to go well, okay? It's not going to go well. <laughs> I can't take Wednesday off. That's why they're making me take Tuesday off because there's John's got training on Wednesday or something. I told you there's this, uh, well, I'm not going to get into it right now. Anyway, listen, uh, with that song right there, Love Drunk, uh, Boys Like Girls, I was going to tell you something about our new CM, Echo. Echo, Echo, Echo. Uh, He will be joining us this coming week, but uh, the cool thing that I wanted to share with you was that he was super excited about going to see them in a show that's coming up very, very soon, and so that was why he picked out that song rip. Uh, boys like girls, uh, apparently playing in some area, I guess around Culver city or whatever. And he was going to go, he was going to get to go see him. And it was a big show. Avril Lavigne was going to be there. And I love Avril Lavigne. I love, by the way, do you guys know that Avril Lavigne has a new song out? I thought she was done. I thought she was retired. There's a brand new song I heard on the radio the other day. And I'm like, wait, Avril Lavigne. Nice. I like Avril Lavigne. Uh, so there you go. She, she was probably my truest love before Taylor Swift. She was the original. She just got engaged. No, she's been married. 
She married some guy, but I think they got separated. Is she reengaged now? No, she's not Isn't dead. <laughs> Shadi said, I thought she was dead. No, she's is not dead. Uh, Avril Lavigne, who is that? Okay. Yeah, the Nickelback guy. That's right. Anyway, all right, listen, let's get ready to wrap up. Uh, Bubba, there was something I said before the break that I wanted to touch on after the break. I don't remember what it was. Mm. it's good stuff cargo protection I don't think that's what it was was it the treasury pack I don't think that's what it was save the diodes lock did you mention the key issue or is that something we're not the key issue what was wrong with the key the fact that they took it down a little bit early I wasn't too awful upset about that because not very many people had the opportunity to earn it this month it affected our poor Arian Arian didn't have a chance to get it uh no i don't think i don't think it was turf wars i was going to talk about because i thought that was amazing uh just kidding i'm kidding i mean i really did i like it i know you guys hated it it's okay it's all right we can agree to disagree i had a good time with it um i honestly don't remember nathan i'm sorry buying the lockbox remove the thing missed out on the key party i I don't know it wasn't about picking a winner i just told you about echo he was going to that concert. That's what I was going to tell you. Um, honest to God, I don't remember. Can someone clip it and go back? See, it's not a live stream. They can't clip it and go back, Ripper. What a shame. All right, we'll give away something here in just a second. But I, I really was. I was going to... Damn it, Bubba. Oh, so DJ. <laughs> yeah. What are, in general, what are your thoughts about this arc? Honestly, I liked it. Without getting into the, without getting into the minutia of the events or yeah, you know, no, I, I liked, liked this it. event. I didn't like this event. Overall, what did you think of this arc? And I want to see in the comments too, in the chat. What I did you guys it. think of this arc in general? It was lighthearted. It was fun. It was layback. Uh, I felt it was. Uh, I felt it was pretty easy to accomplish as far as all the SMSs. I uh, I, I enjoyed it. I did. Um, I don't know that I have anything that screams dissatisfaction to me. You know, there were a couple things here and there, but overall I felt like, uh, I felt like it was a pretty solid arc. Yeah, I, I agree. I, there's nothing that screams dissatisfaction to me um, with the arc in general. Um, I really like, I, I know you are the messenger, so I'm not mad at you. Uh-huh. I really did not like their answer for red alarm. Like and and the ticket event, like that is the dumbest. Well, they didn't end up fixing it. I mean, listen, I didn't fix it. I understand why they. (laughs) I understand why they didn't fix it that day. It was a Saturday, right, or a Sunday, even. I understand their explanation for that day. Truthfully, I do. I was fine with that. Okay, if you saw the event and you wanted to play in that ticketed event and get the gobs of steel, great. And, uh, or wait, no, it was, it was the ticketed event had no steel. It was the red alarm. So if you had chosen to play in that ticketed event, that's on you. That's opt in. I'm totally fine with that. What I was not fine with was the fact that they, instead of fixing it, just canceled the next run of red alarm. And then moreover, never fixed the ticket. You know what I'm saying? Like that was what I had a bigger issue with that day. I was fine with the solution that they proffered. You know what I'm saying? I was fine with it on that day. But you know what? For the next run, let's get it right. Let's fix the ticketed event. The ticketed event ran incorrectly two more times, and then Red Alarm was canceled instead of just fixing it. I don't don't like the – I don't like the – like I'm – I get it. 
I don't like their reason, right? Because because not only was there low steel in those tickets, there were low materials, right? The materials weren't correct either. And so in the ticketed event. So the ticketed event was just absolute garbage. And it's like, well, we overpaid you in steel, so we're gonna not pay you in materials. Like I don't think that, that was I don't think that was the intent at all. And and certainly not what I relayed. That wasn't the intent of my message. The intent of my message was for that day, you know, we're not gonna do anything about the ticketed event because red alarm paid out we're not going to take that back either we're not going to f- do but anything like here's what it, it is only- and we'll fix it for the next run problem is and this is where my problem comes in they didn't fix it it didn't right. it didn't get fixed all right again but, on but, that day it was fine I give it a pass but red alarm red alarm was only overpaying in resources not in materials i mean fine but the ticket is still so, opt-in, uh, Bubba. It's still opt-in. Okay, just, just like any other event we look at, like look at the rewards and decide if, if, you, if it's worth your time. You know, I, I, I looked at it. I saw it was low. Did I spend the ticket anyway? Yeah, I did. That was stupid of me probably, but I still did. You know, because anything is more than I had and I've got the tickets. I'm always going to buy the tickets. I'm never going to not use the tickets. So, yeah, I did it. It was it the best ticketed event ever? Absolutely not. And I think we need to start getting getting more familiar with that. To be perfectly frank, Bubba, we have potentially painted them into a corner that they never intended to be painted into. If I'm being honest, this this five percent or seven percent thing, I know that we keep we keep harping on that. And really, honestly, that is not a thing that they that they like or want to be held to because they want to be able to offer variety in these things. Uh, somebody said that the thing I was wanting to talk about right after the break was the treasury pack, and maybe this is where I was going. The, the treasury pack had vast improvements in it this month, but it was not in resources or materials. All right? It was simply in the officer shards, if you found value in that. The tickets are no different. All right? If you find value in the tickets, enter them and play them. But I think that we have seen sufficient enough evidence, Bubba Joe, over the last 13 months that they will not always be precisely exactly the same month to month. And and if anything is being made obvious to me about that over the last 90 days uh, by Scopely, it's probably that. All right. Sometimes they're better than others. Um, and, and sometimes there's an alternative. Clearly this month they may have valued the Beckett shards more than maybe we did, possibly. But on the other hand, we look at the sourcing and how many players got her and how many of it uh, how many of them were because they got 27 shards out of those events? So it, it just kind of depends on what you find value with as a player. I find myself increasingly more in the camp uh, of the Batman, right? Who told me three or four months ago that I was crazy, that I told him he was crazy for saving all his tickets. And yet his position and Simpy, right? I haven't seen him here in a, in a while. I don't know if he still listens, but his position remains the truest of all of ours. Playing him if you find value there if you don't don't you know i played that crappily paying ticketed event probably shouldn't have but i did i ain't fussing about it because i hit the button you know and 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 if they keep coming out with ticketed events that we think are bad then bubba it's ultimately up to you and me let me ask were you like ultimate djs did you enter that ticketed event anyway I did not enter the first one. Well, good. But I auto-collect on the second one because I 
believe them for some unknown reason. Yeah, I don't know why you would do that. That's crazy. <laughs> clearly, clearly, I couldn't have done that. Yeah. No, I mean, you didn't enter the first one. Well, then you took one more step than I did. I entered them all. You know, and and well, I didn't enter the first one. I, to be honest, I didn't enter the first one because I didn't log into the game until after you made the announcement. I was a very, it was a very late. You know, normally I'm on at reset and I'm clicking on tickets and I'm starting things up. I just was very busy that day mm. and I didn't log in until after you'd made the announcement. And I went, ooh, all right, that's one I get to save, right? But you know, like a lot, uh, almost every other day, I'm on at reset. If there's ticketed events, I start the tickets because I don't want to do things and then not get credit later. Um, I, I don't think there is too much evidence in the history of the ticketed events to suggest that it's not intentional. Scopely can deny it all they want. If that if if they're giving you feedback to that to that regard, they can deny it all they want, but the math is there. Okay. Now, how they've bracketed ticketed events for different ops levels, that's something that can be talked about. But the math is pretty clear that that's the math that's what they're doing. Whether that's what they, they have to, done. It's what they have done. Yes. Yes. So And what I'm I telling mean, you it, and what, what people need to hear, if nothing else, is that they are looking to Shake it up. Okay? Take it for what it's worth. Well, that worked really well when they did that in March and April of last year. I know. I know. But, I mean, is Which, what it by is. the way, were also 7%. They were just 7% of things that aren't very worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, 7% of ship XP was like 3,000. 7% of ship XP. Yeah. 7% of officer XP. So and, this is like... Yeah, <laughs> and coming coming to the chat, I don't I don't necessarily disagree. Emperor says, I don't think players should be expected to do quality control. I don't disagree. But I do expect that players should exercise some common, everyday, consumer-style shopping, uh, you know, diligence here. All right. I mean, literally, how many of you guys buy something without either checking the price or confirming it's the right product? And look, by the way, I know that some people do. My wife is one of them. All right. I've told you the story before how she does like the, the grocery click thing, right? Yes. And you, you and wanted she, two bunches of bananas and you got two bananas. Two bananas. Okay. Like, <laughs> I get that. I understand that there are people out there that are like that. Okay. Measure twice, cut once. Yeah. To more I mean, so, I, I understand so, but, that, that you want players to, to not have to do QA, and I'm not disagreeing about the QA piece, but where I am kind of disagreeing is you have an obligation to yourself to check an event out before you just go blindly start playing in it. All right? I mean, I kind of sorry if that offends somebody, but yes, I do check my ticket at events. All right, because I'm going to see if it's if it's first of all I want to see what's in it. There's very little doubt in my mind that I'm going to do it, Bubba Joe. All right, but if I looked in one, for example, all right, and I saw a ticketed event that paid me one million steel instead of one billion steel, then I probably wouldn't have done it. The reason that I did that first one is because my materials were still. Maybe they were a little bit lower, but they were still good. Like, I don't remember what it was. Still, like, you know, 30-some uncommon or whatever, you know, for G4. Whatever. It, it still had rare, which I needed. You know, so it wasn't enough for me to say not worth it. All right? But it certainly wasn't worth it for steel. I saw that. But I did it for the materials, and I did it for Beckett. 
You guys should do the same thing. All right. I mean, we we talked about the pay packs. You don't go in and spend a hundred dollars without looking to see what's in it. Correct. Uh, it's really no different than anything else. Those ticket events do cost you money. I don't remember what we said they were, Bubba Joe. What are they like? Fourteen cents or no dollar forty? I don't remember exactly what they are. Yeah, I think they're like they're two dollars, just under three dollars. Yeah, two dollars seventy cents. That's what it is. Every single time you enter a ticketed event, it's worth two dollars and seventy cents to you. So yeah, you probably should be checking. That's more than a pack of M and M's, and I value M and M's very heavily. I'm saying you should I, value, you I, should I, value I, your M and M's too. What, Karkin? I always eat the red ones. They're the best. That's right. All right, check them out. All right, folks. Uh, Bubba Joe, did you have anything else? We we didn't we didn't talk about some of the other stuff that probably should have been talked about as we prepared to grade the arcs, but no doubt Hunter Killer and Turf Wars will come up next week. Um, well, but I, I, I asked the question, and then we got sidetracked. Yeah, so shocking. I wanted to kind of offer a little bit of a comment. That's okay. <laughs> this, that's what this show is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the name of the show is going to be train wreck. Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about, and I won't spend a lot of time on this, but one of the things I wanted to talk about is I think maybe the first time ever I felt that Scopely captured the feeling of Lower Decks. For sure. The Cerritos is a support ship. Mm-hmm. The officers are on the Lower Decks to get their ability. It is, you know, the story, uh, all the look, I think, that, now and I I I I I don't know maybe they did do we know that they had help I have no idea I mean I know that they put up that blog post talking about how they made some of the graphics and things like that but they absolutely nailed the feeling of lower decks this arc yes. with the art with the events like the, I, they absolutely just knocked it out of the ballpark in a way they have never achieved before they TNG didn't feel this from the good. real lower decks isn't it they, funny they, guys. Go ahead, Cargan. Sorry. They probably brought in guys from the original load. Like, hey, you guys have a project. Take a week, write a little storyline for this this other company that we got something going on. Do something and then send it over. Maybe. I mean, you know, listen, Lower Decks, uh, their next season's in the can. The writers aren't really working on anything right now. That's very possible. But I will say this. You're right, Bubba. Uh, thematically, uh, just the essence of Lower Decks. This, And it's funny. What I was going to say is it's kind of funny that it was Lower Decks that you could tell the most care, the most attention to detail, the most uh, capturing of the essence of Lower Decks was right here. Mm-hmm. Not with TOS or TNG. As a matter of fact, probably one of the worst arcs of all time in capturing the essence was TNG, you know? And here it was with the cartoon, the one that nobody takes seriously, the the property that is the most unlike any other Star Trek property of all time. They nailed it. Just nailed it. I don't know. Yep. I don't know what it is that, they did do differently. Clearly, it was something, whether it was different people Minus or the whole badgy scandal. Well, listen, there is still. We're not going to be done with just badgy Beckett and Boiler. Okay, I don't well, know. No, I don't know how it's going thing, to present. Right? There's no. more to come. There has to be more to come. Right. So there are there are obviously bridge officers in the show that are no. prominent in the show. Nope. 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 You can't do it with bridge officers. It's lower decks. No. <laughs> who would be so, next? Who would be next? 
That's right, K21. Tactical it's, officer. The what? Rutherford's be next, but I'd like to get the Bajoran tactical officer. I can't remember his name off the on the bridge. Here's what I want to see next. Here are the three that I want to see next. Okay. Okay. Nobody on well, the bridge. I, I, Nobody from the bridge. Okay. okay. All right. Halotron says Tendy Rutherford, which I think we can all agree with. Rutherford and Tendy, yep. obviously that that has to be want. two. All right. I know who you want. Who? You want the doctor? Nope. The, the doctor is a command officer. The doctor's uh, essentially not on the she, bridge. She's a senior officer. Okay, so senior officers don't count. Shax doesn't count. All right. The exocomp that didn't want to commit suicide. Peanut hamper. You got it, Karkin. <laughs> Peanut hamper is is who I want to see next. Either Peanut hamper or Agamus. And Agamus was in the game. All right. So I'm I'm good with that. Uh. Agamus or Peanut Hamper are the two that I want to see next. And I thought about the shape-shifting dog. I did, Scalyback. I thought about the shape-shifting dog, but that was really only in one episode, so I don't feel like it is is worthy of like a full-on other character. Eparta, so, you talk about the Boimler Transporter clone. I thought about that one, too, but story-wise, that would kind of really put you into a hole. And as far as content, we actually got that because Red Shirt Boimler was an Avatar release this month. So we did get the Transporter Clone uh, Boimler this month. He was an Avatar that you guys got in the um, Duty Shifts event. So, so yeah, I'd like, so DJ, I'd like Peanut Hamper. Yeah, go ahead. Let me, let me make my case. So the reason, that whether it's next or whatever, the reason I think we need to have the bridge officers is as is bringing us right back to something we talked about earlier in the show, and that is that we are going to see some sort of efficiency for the ability, We're, and that's what those bridge officers would do. They would make the support more efficient, right? You would lower the amount, or it would who is the give you warp range or something like that. The perfect huh? officer for that. And Ripper, I don't know if you're still away because you and I were having this conversation. There's it, the perfect I officer. Am. Uh, Ripper, you and I had this exact same conversation. So, so give Bubba the exact same response you gave me. Who I don't can't remember. Oh, okay. Well, uh, you would think Peanut Hamper Cruzito. No, but Rutherford makes complete sense. He fixes everything. He makes everything better. All right. He would be. I mean, listen. There's so much that you could give to Rutherford. Read the storyline. He's the sure. one who came up with it in the first place. He fixes everything. He's so. a freaking genius. All right, he could literally he could increase the efficiency of that thing. He could make it last longer. Moreover, he could do other stuff. He could he could reduce repair times. I mean, what other lower decks? And man, I didn't want to get into this because we're going too long. But just for a minute, Bubba Joe. Other lower deck abilities. I'm going to give you three minutes. All right, all the community in chat, Bubba Joe, Rip, Karkin, Stevens, Aaron, five minutes, not three minutes. Five minutes on additional abilities we want to see under deck all right they've got to be feasible don't you know don't don't go crazy on me but what would make sense all right warp range what? i don't know i feel like we already have a problem with warp range being too high k21 <laughs> but <laughs> that takes us all the way back to yeah the they try to control their warp range too much they're working you know they've a lot of factors they put into the controlling their warp range yeah but, well, um, I feel like warp speed, speed, maybe like repair, uh, repair costs speed repair, repair costs yeah. makes complete sense for for rutherford a repair cost would make great sense I like where Osiris is going, by the way. Peanut Hamper being some type of exocomp booster. I yeah. love that idea. All right. Absolutely. Added loot bonuses. 
Okay, so I put some money potentially increase cargo, protect the cargo, loot bonus. All right, let's think about let's think about something unique that we can throw down there. Something we don't have. Swami says, "How about impulse speed boost? I could see that, especially not taking up a very valuable bridge slot, Bubba Joe. Impulse speed would be really good. I still like Osiris's answer though. An exocomp booster would that not come back eight months later, Bubba Joe, and make that even more delicious than it already is?" He hates exocomps. Well, but I mean, what exocomps, like, how is that going to even work? I don't know. I don't know. It, it probably can't, but yeah, you know, but whatever. Maybe, well, no, no, I mean, maybe, it, maybe it boosts the exocomp ability on that ship. I don't know. But yeah, you got repair speed, repair cost, hull boost, says Nudis. All right. These are, these are all good. Boosting the captain's ability? Um, I don't know. That might be a little Increase dangerous. to support abilities? 10% added support abilities? Yeah, it could feed know. off the research. When supported, add 10% to all net figures. Or, you know, like add 10% buff to the to the research that you got or something like that. Uh, How about I, reducing recharge time? I was going to say, a cooldown reducer? Yeah. Uh, that was Sir Tail, Server 36. Thank you. Reducing the cooldown. Very good. Faction rep no, gain. Colonel, I mean, Colonel Ark says a self-destruct button. That might be good. Oh, I don't know. You, couldn't, you wouldn't have a button for it. How could you work in a self-destruct? That would definitely belong to Agamus, right? It would have to be something that's going to cause pure and utter chaos and destruction. Well, I think that what people want with a self-destruct button is for you to be able to crash into someone's ship and you both blow up. Yeah, that'll never happen. Right. Just, exactly. as, just as an FYI, folks, that'll never, ever, ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever. When Agamus attacks, he does your uh, damage to your your total hull damage to you and to your opponent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah something that that probably we're not going to see on the on the lower decks either. I'm just saying there oh. there would be there is some stuff that we could so, legitimately see. And how do we see it presenting? Do we even believe I, that there's another lower decks arc coming? It would be unprecedented for them to not do another lower decks arc, right? I mean, TOS had three, TNG had five. I mean, even even um, Ferengi had two, right? So yeah. uh, it would be very strange to only have one lower decks. I hope we get another lower decks arc, and and I'm sorry, Colonel Arc, I <laughs> want five months of lower decks. <laughs> The feeling of this, the the theme, the the funness of the missions, like give me more of this. It really was a very well. Have put they laid out arc. the path yet for the ship? Yeah. What, what? I want this to never end. I like it. What are you talking about? If they laid out the path of the ship, they did on day one. Karkin, we we smoking. I'm trying to. Rem- yeah, well, you know what I'm smoking. Um. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, no, day one, they did. Um, you are going to, so starting on May the 4th. Is it really May 4th? It is. No. Uh, yes. Oh, my God, yes, it is May, May 4th. 4th. Starting on May the 4th, be with you. Uh, you will start getting California class. May the 4th, gotcha. California class will launch. And um, that is your event where you can start earning blueprints for the Cerritos. Anywho, there you go. No, it's not, to my knowledge, to that. not a Star Wars arc that I'm aware of. 
So you didn't buy you didn't buy the fifty dollar pack after you got the did you do the battle pass? Did I did buy the battle pass, yeah. Well, you only got five weeks to go. Like just yeah. yesterday. Cool. So, anyway, no, I, right. I, I, I'm hoping we get more. Um, you know, I like I said, this is the most fun and the best thematic tie into Star Trek that they've done in three and a half years. Give me more of this. It's been fun. It's been fun. All right. Uh, let's do this. I'm I'm tuckered. Uh, we'll do a very quick um, giveaway. Should we play a game? Actually, I want to play a game. Crazy enough, I'm in the mood to play a game. Okay. Mainly because the show has just been so weird, but we'll go with it. Um, okay. Here we go. Let's see. Uh, let's find us a player, and we'll see if we can get them invited up to the stage. Crazy enough, I've, I haven't done this in like a year, but Putz, Putz, congratulations. Welcome in. I'm going to invite you to the stage. Putz! All right, there's Putz. He's up on the stage. Putz, we're going to play a game with you that we haven't played in, in probably close to a year. Bubba Joe, I may or may not have actually created a fake news or Florida game, which Ooh. I, I haven't done in a very, very long time. But uh, so those of you listening for the first time or have listened, you know, joined us over the last year, then uh, you get a new game tonight. It's called Fake News or Florida. I'm going to read you five news headlines. All you got to do is tell me if the story is fake or something that really happened in the state of Florida. There's five stories. You got to get three of them right. Getting four and five will increase your odds. But all you got to do to make yourself a winner is get three right. Putz, welcome to the stage. Are you ready to play Fake News or Florida? I'm ready to play. All right. Can you hear me? I can hear you, buddy. Let's go, everybody. Time to play Fake News or Florida. All right, Putz. Here we go. Fake News or Florida. A Miramar man was seen power washing a roof while he was dressed as Spider-Man. Is it fake news or Florida? I'm going to go with Florida. That is correct, Bubba Joe. He was dressed as Spider-Man, and he was power washing his roof in a full get-up. 100%. It's crazy awesome. There's pictures. Uh, here we go. Fake news or Florida. A North Hollywood woman was arrested for assault after she hit her husband with a frozen pork chop. Putts, fake news or Florida? Fake. That is indeed fake. Made it up. I mean, why would you use a frozen one, Bubba? Definitely use like a raw one, right? It'd be nastier. Lamb All right. chop. Uh, like a lamb. That's right. How did that not happen in Florida? No idea. All right, here you go. Here's one. Uh, an Orlando man with one functioning eye was arrested after he stole a police motorcycle and crashed it into a garbage truck. <laughs> Fake news I'm going to say Florida man. Uh-oh. I made that one up. I made that one up. It was way too specific. One functioning eye. Like, what does it even matter? Why does it matter that he only had one eyeball? I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Depends on what he hit. Uh, that's true. All right, here we go. Uh, a Lando Lakes man was arrested for breaking into 26 cars in a prison parking lot less than 60 minutes after he was released from prison. Fake news or Florida? I'm going to go with Florida man. That is absolutely true news right there. How? Why? 
Why? 60 million didn't even make it an hour, Bubba. Didn't even make it an hour. Halotron says, oh my God, I heard that one on the news. Yeah, that was a real thing. Uh, here we go. <laughs> so bad. A Miami man with no arms was arrested after stabbing a man in an attempted robbery. Fake news or Florida, putz. Man, I'm going to say fake, but I really hope it's true. That's very true. Very, very true. That actually happened in the state of Florida. The good news is uh, you got three of them right, so you're a winner, buddy. <laughs> Captain Planet, listen, I don't know. I just, I just, yeah, he, he did it. Maybe, maybe he held it, it in like his elbow. His maybe, maybe it was his feet. I don't know. Y'all Google it and find maybe out. All I know is it's a real story. Okay. He stabbed with his toes. He had <laughs> like arms, like amp like the cyborg arm, but like. Yes, that's it, Karkin. He had a cyborg arm. That's how he did it. You're absolutely right. God, why didn't we think of that? <laughs> I was looking for the word prosthetic, but cyborg arm came to Oh, well, that's first. true. Okay. You see, it just took me off It took me off the path when you said cyborg. Sorry. <laughs> prosthetic would have made a lot more sense. All right. Uh, there you it's go. getting there. <laughs> Do more. <laughs> All right. Listen, putz. You got three out of five right, so your odds, you barely won, all right? So here's what we're going to do. Normally, I would give you a little bit of extra opportunity and a little bit of buffer. But today, you skated by, by the skin of your teeth. So I'm only going to let hey, you choose passing. one chest. Do what? I said passing is a D in my, in my world. There you, you know. go. Passing is a D. Well, you get to pick a chest. One through 25. I'm uh, sorry, one through 20, rather. One through twenty, you get to pick a chest, and I will read to you. That'll be your win. Okay, you don't you don't have a chance at multiple chests today. One chest, no one problem. through twenty. I will point out that Latinum is in here, as well as uh, level thirty four or lower blueprints. So <laughs> choose carefully. One through okay. twenty. Yeah, ten thousand Latin. Isn't there more? Like, isn't ten thousand Latinum more than what's in the vault of Latinum? Or is it ten thousand? It's only two thousand. It's only two thousand. Yeah, don't be messing with me. I'm giving away five vaults right. of Latinum right All now. All of Latinum is two thousand. <laughs> five hundred dollars in value, putts, is up for grabs if you choose the Latinum yeah. bundle. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go with lucky number three. Lucky number. three. No! No! Oh, my God! Hold on. I have to show you what number three is, okay? <laughs> Hold on. Why is my my screen capture thing isn't working? Here is number three, Bubba Joe. All right? No line. Right here. There it is. Line number three, everybody. It was 10,000 line of. Yes! Oh, my God! You had a 5% chance, and you chose the Vault of Latinum. $500 value to you, buddy. God. Oh, dear God. Oh, man. I haven't had to give away $500 in a long time, Bubba Joe. Oh. I mean. Dang on. You really, if you're going to give him $500, you should at least give him a multi-face credit <laughs> <laughs> Give him the multi-phasics that go with it. I tell you what. <laughs> it's less than five days. Oh, God. Whoa. I'm sweating. And it's not even because I have a fever still. I'm actually sweating for you, Putz. All right, I tell you what. Putz, I'll let you choose one more chest just because 
I probably really need to take this one out, Bubba Joe. Like, this one needs to go. I don't even know why it's still in there. Putz, I'll give you one more to choose. G give me one more. What you got? One more. One more chest. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. This. What's your ops level? Uh, 36. Okay. This one might be good for you. I'm going to hook you up uh, not only with 10,000 Latinum, but we're going to hook you up with five officer badges as well, Putz. All right. There you go. Whew. All right. Almost escaped. Almost escaped there, Bubba Joe. Almost got away with only giving him 10,000 Latinum, but I would have felt guilty. Whew. Well, I want everyone to enjoy their time. Right? Yeah, that's right. Have fun playing the game. Get a prize that isn't, you know, that isn't sucky. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, we'll hook you up with five badges, all right? Absolutely. And you know what? Brett's right. It, I don't know what your badge situation is, but I'll tell you, the command ones are in need like two to one over either of the other ones, all right? So, we'll hook you up with five uh, badges of your choice. You get to choose which ones you want, all right? Uh, that's what we'll do. Everybody, uh, that's going to do it for tonight. Thank you so much for being here. Listen, before before you guys go, we've already seen like a bunch of people drop and leave in the room. I may not be done, Bubba Joe. Are you up for a little bit more? I think I need a little bit of a break, but I think I want to do something different tonight. Do you want to play? Do you want to play some stupid games? Sure. All right. Let's take a small little break, everybody, and we'll be back here in less than an hour to go live on Twitch where we will indeed be inviting the community to play Jackbox games with us here tonight. Rip, are you wanting to stay up? It's getting really late. It's, oh my God, yeah, it's three o'clock? No. It's three, why? Mm -hmm. Good night. Good night, my friend. Had the sweetest of dreams. And thank you for Bye. being here. Bye, Rip. Uh, listen, here in about the next hour or so, we will be doing a little Jackbox games on our Twitch channel. I've never hosted one, so it should be a disaster and fun to watch. It, well, a disaster at least. That's that's guaranteed, all right? Uh, but I would like to invite everybody to visit our website in the meantime. Thank you uh, for uh, hanging out for tonight's show. It's been been rough. But I do want to uh, thank you guys and invite you to visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, to find links to everything, including our new Twitch, our YouTube, our merchandise store, Amazon links, and our patron program, where you, too, can join the ever-growing number of players that support this show at a level of $5 or more per month. I'd like to say thank you to these players. Uh, right now, I'd like to say thank you to Gregor, uh, Chuck Grunt, Hank, uh, Ibeglin, Venkman, Ska, Stevens, Aaron, Dark Lord, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jaybird, Cobra, DJ Gurr, Red 2, and Honey Donk, Abe, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moser, Regis, Lady Kess, JC Doom, Engineering, Free Philly, Hudson, Morpheus, Cam, Culture, Z-Man, Jeski, Wingnut, CCXN, Fluffy Puma, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Raxnar, Striker, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quackfoo, Kingo, 101, Commander Taylor, Maztec, Blue Mandalorian, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock, The Avenger, Stony Dude, Foggin' Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Kren, uh, I lost my place because my eyes are blurry. Galen, Splatsu, Eden, Sentinel, Looter, Conair, Iris, Jack, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, Sub Commander, This Fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Highway Empire, Velvet Thunder, Right Turn, Clyde, Your Mom, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Varenzo, Seven of Nine, Lube, Chacha Rar, A Fox, Bills Mafia, E Rock, uh, Clueless One, Warren, Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, Shady Pines, Gopher, Counselor Q, Iron Chef, Yusuki, Nothing Better, Fistful of Jedi, Q Tip, Handy, Louis P, Hopes, Hammerhead, Captain Oblivious, Auto Obsession, Baked Llama, G-Force, Bayonetta, Raz Hound, Just Playing Gary, JT-10, Baminkas, Cavacor, Baba, Incoat, Beaver Beaver, Harry Selson, Dragon, L.A. Ravager, 
Captain Anders, Stevens, Synchronicity, Barracuda, Prime, Sankoff, and Zuzu, Tosh, Stormbringer, Tagora, Liam, Ransusi, Master Blaster, Smoke Mohawk, Cruzito, NC, Super Jesse, Wolfhammer, Timster, Arius, Black Widow, Everywhere It Matters. I lost my place again, Bubba Joe. Everywhere It Matters, Morrow, Welch, Florian, UPS Man, Inworld, or Kobayashi, Blue Plague, Quack Quack. I love that name. It's so good. Quack Quack. Uh, Tucker, Next Level Thinking, Gabe is Days, J4D, Snacker, IG83, Janel, Smitto, Delisle, Eparta, General Chaos, Sir Taylor, Crazy Bunch, Monkey, Skippy, Archer, Captain Jack Morse, It's Hunter, Darkside Luke, Colgan, Zinfried, Game Junior, Scott, Tactical Cream, Trader, Rex, Looser, Kendall, Allen, and Peffies. Peffies? Peffies? That's the newest one. Thank you to the latest members joining our Gold Patriots program. Also, to our Nitro sponsors and Honey, Benjamin, Delisle, Stevens, Aaron, Captain Mark, Dragon, Arian, Goofy Names, Rock, Matt, Dog, Wicked Witch, TJ, and Shady Pines. Thank you for supporting Talking Trek at a level of $5 or more per month and contributing to the success of this show. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, Ultimate DJ, saying meow for now. Love you, man. I catch you on the next one, everybody. Have a good night. See you in a little bit. If you want to do some, if you want to do some Twitch, we'll do that coming up here in a little bit. In the meantime, thank you all, especially those listening in podcast form on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Amazon, and so many more. I love you. Bye-bye. Meow. Yeah.